Yo, what up? Welcome to a new episode of Ignorant Bliss. This episode, I am talking with Sean Pryor. Sean Pryor has been in the comic book industry for almost for a little while now. I think getting close to 10 years or so. Um, he started out with his own label, PKD Media. He moved on to help start Action Lab Entertainment, where he was the president and later vice president. He took a, a little break, and he's recently reemerged with a new Enterprise Crown Tucker Studios and their first title out will be called Cash and Carry, which is currently having a Kickstarter. As we speak, when we recorded this, it just started, so it wasn't fully funded. Now it is. But please, you know, if you listen to this during the time in which it's still going, check it out. It's a good all ages title about uh a boy and girl middle schoolers who are who solve mysteries travel all over the world um it's all ages title for anyone it's pretty cool and a lot about this episode is us just talking about the industry this new title the kickstarter even we start out we talk about a little bit of music you know we talk talk a little jodeci a little bit of rap move on to other things make uh connections between uh running comics and and running basketball teams and a lot of rap references i hope you guys enjoy and also um, taking the the frank talk is is no no words are minced here. We um this is just our actual feelings about running around uh, through the industry for for the time that we have and some of the things we've seen and some of the way people react to things, fan wise and professional wise. I'm still playing around with how I decide to edit and, and construct these episodes, so things might not sound the same compared to last episode in terms of the way I edit and fold and music drops and such. You can always let me know. Um, I'm easily to be found. My name is Julian Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E. You can Google me. That's my website. Just my first and last name dot com. Uh, my first and last name on all social networks. You know, all the ones that matter. Um, I have a Facebook page, uh, Future Pop, The Art of Julian Lytle. You can uh, like that. Um, you can find Sean on social networks also. Sean, S-H-A-W-N-R-P-R-Y-O-R is his Twitter handle. Sean R. Pryor. And um, you can also go to Crown Taker Studio to find out more about his projects and Cash and Carry. Um, links to this will be in like the notes or however well you find it. This episode is on a whole bunch of different places. Uh, iTunes, the website, anywhere-plus.com. SoundCloud, Stitcher, and the recently added Taylor Network. You know, I'm trying to get my syndication on slowly but surely. And I hope you enjoy. Peace. Woo! They said be all you can be. Woo! They said be all you can be. I just wanna buy another Roly. I just wanna pop another band. I just wanna sell dope forever. I just wanna be who I am. Woo! They said be all you can be, nigga. Woo! They said be all you can be. Always knew I could rule the world. Let's define what my world is. Knee deep in this dope money. Damn near where my world ends. Same block, same rock. I was thinking about murdering. I ain't getting my hands dirty. Let you worry about serving them. Yeah, they said be all you could be, nigga. Woo! They said be all you could be. 
just wanna buy another Roly. I just wanna pop another band. I just wanna sell dope forever. I just wanna be who I am. Yeah. They Back said and forth between the uh, the little Mac Mini and my P and my old PC. I always have to reboot the PC like once every three days. Cause if not, it will just crash. Mm. So uh, so yeah. So like I rebooted it, and then when you said you was having having uh having to reboot your computer i was like well i put another load of laundry in so so i I just i did some work and was listening to that new jodeci album so so yeah man Uh, man, i still ain't listening to that new jodeci album man um you know what man it's weird it's weird but like like the thing is like i don't think it's a bad record and like but at the same time it's like it's not a great record i'm happy it happened and kc is doing a lot of the heavy lifting and and they also they really like you know they did some work on JoJo's voice because you know JoJo's voice is tore up um, you know for, possibly you know from the alleged and I say alleged because it's a podcast <clears throat> alleged substance abuse um, and besides the fact you can go back and listen to old Jodeci albums and old KC and JoJo albums and I saw it live I saw I saw KC and JoJo perform live and JoJo's voice was gone. That's so sad. Yeah, man. And so, but the thing is, like I said, on the album, they work it out. They work it out to where if if like if you're a real music head, you'll know. You'll know. But if you're not a music head, you're not really gonna pay attention to it. But like, you know, when you hear um, uh, every moment, every moment will take you back and it will get you real hype. Um, because you know, because once you hear the harmony. Shit, it's like, oh man, R&B is back You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh god, I miss that harmony Because like, you don't really hear a lot of harmony In mainstream R&B Nah, you, know, you, just, you don't Because there's not a lot of groups either No, 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 there's not Like, man, record labels killed groups A long, a long time ago And pushed individuality To like to the fullest um, But yes, when you hear those harmonies It'll make you real happy And there's some good songs on there like I said, I don't think it's, it's not a bad album at all. I just, but if you compare it to, like you know, Forever My Lady, or uh, let's see here, or like um, Diary of a Mad Band, like if you compare it to those two, then you know I I, I can't compare it. You know what I mean? Yeah, them classics. Yeah, those are classics. Like I always like the show, the after party, the hotel always has me feeling some sort of way because there's some greatness on that album. But those interludes hurt me so bad. Oh, so many interludes. But like you know, but the show, the after party, the hotel, it's got killer cuts too. You know, you go through like you know, freaking you, um, or love you for life. Come on, man. How many weddings in the '90s was either playing? Um, here and now by Luther Vandross and Love You for Life by Jodeci. Yeah, that's a staple. Yeah, that's a no staple. doubt. And, and not to mention the happiest song in the history of Jodeci. Even a song, even like white people on pop, yeah, listen to nothing but pop, listen to Get On Up. Yeah. Like, that song is so damn happy. It's like, I can have, I could be having the worst day in the world. I will put on Get On Up and like, I, it changed. I'm, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to live. I'm going to be okay. Um, be okay, but yeah, man. Yeah, check it out when you get a chance. I know it's on Spotify, so so you get a chance, check it out. Like I said, like I'm I'm 50-50 on it. I'm not mad at all because it's just it was nice to get a Jodeci record. Um, you know, it's just sad that we had to wait this long for it and under these conditions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
So man, you having a good week, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, Cash man. Cash and carry is doing uh, pretty good on that Kickstarter. You are at seventy five percent. Yeah, man. I, I man, I did not think for a second that uh, this whole cash and carry Kickstarter would would blow up like in the like the first six days, be at seventy five percent in the first six days, man. I had no idea, and, that, and that's being real. You know what I mean? That's that's just really being real. I didn't know that the um, demand for like all ages comic books, like diverse all ages comic books, I didn't you know I didn't think people was really gonna come you know was really gonna come to it. You know what I mean? And like, you know, because I, I felt confident in the material and, you know, and so did like, you know, the whole cash and carry team, myself and, and Julie Speziani and, and Penny Candy Studios. But at the same time, I was like, well, the people respond. Yeah. And that first day, the first day was proof. Like the first day we almost hit 50 percent. Damn, that's good, man. That's yeah, good. man. Like that felt so good, man. I'm for real, man. Like I. I just started playing like Drake songs for like three straight days, dog. Whoa, like, whoa, those that's for that's for sad times, man. Oh that's no, 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 no! I'm talking about I'm talking about worst behavior. Oh, and 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 and, and how about and how about now? Yeah, and, you know, no, I'm not talking. I'm playing the sad songs. I'm I'm playing the you know turned up songs, full six guy songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not, not Aubrey songs. No, 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 no Aubrey. I'm not. I'm just playing pure Drake, not the Aubrey, yeah, not the Aubrey side. You know. So uh, between that and playing some uh, Screwed and Chopped and uh, playing a lot of those stuff and like just trying to like listen to new stuff, too, because like my, you know, my younger brother, he always tries to get me up on game. And some of the stuff he listens to, I'm like, I can't do this, man. I'm 39. My man Malik right there. If you hold it down, he gets turned up. <laughs> yes. Yes. He, 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 you know, he'd be putting me on to stuff, man. And there's sometimes he'll come at me and I'm like, wait a minute, you're younger than me. You shouldn't be saying these things. And he'll be like, man, listen, he was like, I'm 21. and I, I don't understand what the hell Young Thug is saying. Nobody knows what Young Thug is saying. He's Young Thug. <laughs> like it's young Doug. Like, what are you? Why are people even trying to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lifestyle. Like that's, a, that's, a, that's that's what it is. You know, like it's it's thugger. Yeah, wear oh, a dress. Yeah. Man, like it it kills me. Like it, it really does. It kills me because trying to uh, there was a song. Because every now and then, like, I'll turn on the radio because I just want to know what radio's playing every now and then. Because, yeah, we got Spotify. Yeah, we got Pandora. But sometimes Don't I forget still Tidal. Miss- Don't forget Title. Oh. Don't forget <laughs> Title. <laughs> see, see, I mean, okay, let's I want to wrap, it up, wrap about that for a second. Like, I like the thing is, I understand what, what, what market they were going for. They was going for, like, them audio nerds. Because when they started talking about like lossless qual- lossless audio quality, I was like, "Oh, you're just you're going for a certain market." Because cats like me and you, yeah, we know about that stuff. But like, I don't have a pair. Of, I don't have a nice pair of Beats headphones. I don't have high quality stereo equipment. I don't have all the stuff that will allow me to hear every single possible note. Beats headphones even ain't even gonna get you that. You gotta get like some Sennheiser joints or the them good crucial um Sony MDR joints. You know the the, the what you actually use to mix in the studio yeah. or play the actual DJ. Like they ain't like like who the fuck really uses flack like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like man, very few people use flack. You know what I mean? Like very very as far as the, in the circle in my circle. You know what I'm saying? Very, like very my phone few- can't play it. Right, right. And I'm not trying to, like, put a special app on my phone just to play some flag files. 
You know what I mean? I'm I'm not going through that stress. That's just like playing actual wave files. I'm just be like 50 megabytes for three set <laughs> three minutes. Like damn, man. Yeah, man. Look, look. I ain't trying to go back to 1997, fam. Hell no, man. You, you, you know what I mean? I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not trying to go back to that. Thank you you know, so um, you know, I'm not trying to go back to uh, you know, to to mini disc. Although I'm really surprised, many like Sony really blew it on mini discs because that could have been a hellified format. Yeah, um, they really screwed the pooch on that. But I, I fucked with mini discs because you could record shit on the fly. Yes, over and over. Yeah, that shit was the cassette tape of CDs. Like, yeah, that shit was amazing when you had one. It fit so nice in your pocket. It was all small. I was like, oh man, it was so fly. Like my homie Cody, he was doing some. He was cleaning out his basement. And like he found he found a slew of them. He found a slew of mini discs in his basement, plus a mini disc player. Mm. And he was like, man, he was like, man, he's like, I found some music that I recorded like back when I was in college. And he just started pulling this stuff. I started playing. I'm like, man, the sound quality is nice. He was like, because it's a mini disc. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I can't front on it then. And I'm not going to. I'm not even going front on it. I remember it, looking for a mini disc drive for my computer. You know what I'm saying? Man. That was hard work. You know what I'm saying? You had to get in one of them Sony Vio computers for that. Yes. With the memory stick, with the memory stick slot in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Another what, format that ain't nobody used with them. Oh, yeah. Man, them Sony Vio computers was tight, though. I ain't going to front on those because when I when I worked at CompUSA, I worked at CompUSA when, like, the Vio started to hit. And those computers were so on point because not only that, but they weren't in the beginning, they weren't proprietary. Yeah. So like you could swap out all of that hardware and like take, make your, just take your computer to like new, new levels. Yeah. Man, like they were so on point with their shit in the beginning. And they got some decent stuff every now and then now, but but back then, no. Man, wasn't nobody fucking with Sony. Back then, the joints was the PCs that cost as much as a Mac. You'd be like, whoa, PCs mm. are supposed to be... Affordable, not these, not them Sony joints. Joints looking all crisp and clean. Match your oh, PlayStation, yeah. match your Bravia, though. Oh, no doubt, man. Like, man, they was like just they was just like walking by Packer Bell computers and kicking them in the chest. Yeah, man. I wanted them joints. I wanted one of them joints. Yeah, I did too. I, man, I want I wanted a Vio so bad I could not afford it. I was like, CompUSA ain't got layaway, so they can't help me. Man, you know, I wish everything had layaway, man. I, so much stuff I would cop if I had layaway. Oh, I know. Trust me. Trust me. Like, I am going front. Like, I'm I'm so glad Toys R Us does not sell SH Fig Arts because they have layaway year round. Nine, like in 90 days, isn't it 90 days, you know, per layaway? I'm so glad they don't have Fig Arts. I'm so glad because I would have the whole catalog. You can just put all joints on layaway. Just be making little payments every day. Mm-hmm. Like a dollar a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Okay, man. Look, layaway is life. I mean, straight up. Like, how do you think? How you think I'm, I'm going to be able to get a, a Power Rangers Legacy Dragon? I mean, not Dragon Dagger, which I did get through layaway, but the Saba. Oh yeah, because I heard that it's going to look vicious. It looks nice yeah. and clean. You know, like they basically selling movie props. Them legacy, them legacy, them legacy joints is like essentially movie props. Don't make no sense how nice that how nice that stuff is. So I was like, I'll get, I'll cop one, and I'll get one, and call it a day. But um, but no, but no, there is a song going back to a young thug. It's a Ti joint called "About the Money." Oh yeah, that's the song. Last summer's banger right there. Yeah, and and like I was I was I was just listening to the radio, and this this came on like man, this beat is just man, this beat is hot. And I hear T.I., but then I hear this other dude. I'm like, is that Young Thug? Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. He brought the fire out on him, though, man. He brought the fire out, young thug. Yo, he did. That joint get you turned up right there. Oh, I did, man. Yo, man. And the nice thing about radio is because because radio has no variety and it gets real mundane. I heard that like I heard I heard that song over four stations seven times in three hours. <laughs> That's too much. It's way too much, yeah. That's too much, man. That job, oh, man, what? <laughs> you ain't about the month We like, my time Like you tell them Tip I don't even fuck with everything You talking about right now But that song That song was crazy They had a remix though With Jeezy on it Man really? I, I kicked the I kicked the goddamn table over Heard that <laughs> Just saw that Found that on SoundCloud I was like <laughs> <laughs> Like man That Jawu was like I got G, I got I got the snowman on here Ooh, ooh. Mm. And I got T.I Ooh Motherfuckers is working I was like yeah That got me through some they got me through some drawing sessions right there. That song, that was my nice. shit. Yeah, man. Like I, like I said, man. I just that beat when that beat goes, I'm just it just makes me feel like a champion. And the, and I agree with you. Like I'm really not feeling a lot of things. Ti is saying out on on the outside. You know what I mean? Like I'm really not feeling a lot of that. But but no. But that joint, that song, no. I feel that. And um, you should play that joint. You should make a video of yourself when your Kickstarter gets fully successfully funded and you get all that extra dough. You should just 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 show you just puffy dancing to that song right there. Fucking want to walk around these niggas with the fucking they culture. Where the fuck is they souls at? What defines these niggas with these fucking silly looks on their faces? You wanna walk around with them or you wanna walk with God, nigga? Make up your goddamn mind. Man, you don't understand. Like, see, okay. Okay. You, you don't know how bad I want to do something like that. And the only reason why, like, and the thing is, is that my life over like the last year, year and a half has really changed. And like, it's been a lot of positives and I learned a lot about myself, but there's still one thing I fight with every day. And it's something to that extent, like the braggadocious, the braggadocious feeling, the braggad, like, you know, the, the confidence and being braggadocious and just talking the talk. But, you know, but also doing your best to walk the walk. Yeah. And this is what I've always hated about the comic book business, because and we've well, I know we've talked about this many times, but I really just want to bring this back. A lot of these motherfuckers are soft. And it hurts my and like it hurts me because it's like. Because, like, why can't we be confident? Why can't we be strong? Why can't we, you know, be braggadocious? And the thing is, is that, like, I'm I'm not being braggadocious to be conceited. I'm being braggadocious because I'm excited about what, you know, what we made. I, you know, and I want to get people hyped. People hype. People will check you out. And that's what hip hop does. You know, somebody makes a hot joint, they hype about it, you know, and they get it out to the people and people hear it. It's just like, well, damn, I'm riding with you. You know, yeah. I'm like, why can't comic, why can't comic books be like that? Because the thing is, is that if I did a video, I swear, if I did a video, regardless of whether it was, you know, using the TIs about the money, Drake's worst behavior, I swear, worst behavior could be the theme song for black people trying to get into the conference <laughs> game for like the next 15 years. Motherfuckers never loved us. Exactly. Fuckers never loved us. <laughs> hold my phone. Nigga, <laughs> hold my phone. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing is, is that, and, and the, whole, the whole thing about it is, I don't like, you know, like, I want to do that. But the moment I do, I'm public enemy number one. 
And but the whole thing is, is that technically, black people kind of are public uh, public enemy number one anyway because we hardly get work. So if I'm if I'm quiet and I'm silent and I sit over in the corner and just try to, you know, and work hard and do all the things that like, you know, we're taught in school, like if you work hard, you take your vitamins, you say your prayers on some Hulk Hogan shit. Yeah. And you, and you do that and you're like, well, your time will come. Your time will come. Well, I'm sorry. The business has been fucked up for like the last 20 something years. We had a little bit of shine in the 90s when we was getting work in the 90s when things was like this is weird. Like, I don't want to call it a utopia, but there's a little bit more fairness. Yeah. Like when like all these brothers and sisters was working over at Wildstorm and when Milestone was blowing up the spot, even though DC didn't really want to distribute it, it was selling, though. You know what I mean? And everybody was making comics. And by everybody, I mean everybody. It wasn't just Marvel. It wasn't just DC. It wasn't just Dark Horse. You know, there was Image and there's Top Cow. Shit, Motown was publishing comics. Man, even Lorne Lorne Michaels got into the game. He was like, oh, yeah, Broadway Broadway video. He was like, I got Broadway Broadway productions. We making comics, too. Everybody was making comics. And black folks was eating. And then the market crashed on itself because the bigger companies got greedy. And we lost a ton of work. And it's in, in, in like it's never the balance never came back. And the whole thing is, is that we sat quietly for years trying to figure out, man, how can we fix the game? And the thing is, the game don't want to be fixed. And every time we try to talk about a little bit of equality or just like, you know, people just stepping up the game a little bit and let's balance these things out. We talk about it. You know, we try to talk about it polite. We try to talk about it fairly. We try to talk about it in an open forum. And a lot of cats don't want to listen and be like, man, you just complaining. Like, man, you ain't being fair. You really need to give these people a chance. They need more time to get this stuff together. I'm like, wait a minute. Other businesses have progressed since the Civil Rights Act, you know, was, <laughs> was signed. Other businesses have progressed. It's 2015. You mean your business can't progress? You're going to keep making excuses for these folks? For yeah, real? Or like, uh, they just don't have the same work ethic. Or they just, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't work as hard. I'm like... And then now I've been in the game so much It's like oh so you think buying somebody a drink Is working hard huh you exact, See and I hate that shit too It's like listen I have no problem with networking I have no problem with talking with people Because in any form of business that's part of the game But the thing is that's just one piece That's not the whole sum That is one small piece You know what I mean And like I get irritated when people say, well, you know, you can't be behind your table all day. You need to get around and network and all this other stuff. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. I pay money for this table. If I'm at a convention, nine times out of ten, I've paid for my table. I think I've been invited to my entire comics career, whether it be when I was first doing stuff independently on my own, under my own banner, uh, to the time I was running Action Lab, uh, through the time I stepped, like, you know, I stepped down as president, moved to VP to where I am now. In a new beginning, I've, you know, in all those years, that's about eight years, I was only invited to one show. You know, free table, free hotel, everything else I've always paid for. So when people sit there and say when other pros, now I put that in air quotes, when other pros sit there and tell you, well, you know, you can't be behind your table all day. You need to get up and walk around. You need to get around network. Oh, no, no, no. I get that. But guess what? If your table is paid for, you all right. Your hotel was paid for. Yeah. You all right. You good. You, you good. Even... Guess what? I'm in the hole. Yeah. I'm in the hole. I need to go make this money back so I can go do another show. Okay? 
Like right now, like <laughs> I look at conventions right now, you know, when you pay for tables and hotels and stuff like that, it's the equivalent of like having your ride filled with mixtapes in the trunk. You trying to sell mixtapes, man. Every time I'm at a con, I call my table the block. I'm setting up shop. I got work to sell. Yeah. Like it's basically like I bought like two, three keys, man. I got to get this rock out. <laughs> this is a game like yo you know what I'm saying whip yeah. it. like you know what I'm saying OT gymnastics whip it didn't the class nigga like, like, I got, like I got this rock to sell nigga I'm in love with the cocoa when it comes to that fucking on the tally table I'm just sitting there with that white paper just drawing like yo I network on uh, Sunday when I am in the black yes like, yes oh, exactly and that's that's why I get so irritated you know, you know what I mean I get so irritated because, and then like, and see, but then they'll try to use like those arguments of, well, you're not working hard enough against you. You know what I mean? It's like this such a contradiction. They'll tell you you need to get around, get around, and get around from your table and get up and network a little bit. But then at the same time, like, well, you're not working hard enough. You're not behind your table. Now wait a minute. Which one is it? Yeah. Which one is it? Well, you know, which one is it? And that's the whole other thing too. It's like, how do these people know whether uh, how hard you worked or not? You know what I mean? And yeah. that's like and that's my whole and that's my whole other point because here's the thing years ago I would never talk about myself personally. I would never, you know, cuz like the thing is every time I thought I would try to talk about myself as some man, you know, that's being real conceited. No, that's man, that's kind of being real braggadocious. Man, that's kind of being smug. I'm like, "No, it's not." Because I'm just really telling you, I I did put in work. And that's the way I feel now. It's like, "Yo, I put in work." It's like how many cats in the the quote-unquote comic book game that's out there right now have written a business plan to form a company. How many cats that ran a comic book company or like worked in the comic book business in the span of like four years, put together a business plan, ran a crowdfunding campaign to, to basically get startup cash, did the books, the, the financial books, what did marketing, uh, ran the social media, did podcasts to have you know to promote to promote stuff? Wrote press releases, worked with you know the uh, the comics distribution channels. Did you just say Diamond? Yeah, just Diamond. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, because that's the only one. Uh, you know, work with Diamond. That was like my first two years, dude. My first two years. Name me name me a couple of the comic book cats that did that much work. And the thing is, all that stuff I mentioned that was just tip of the iceberg because I did other stuff too. And the thing is, I'm not saying that to be to like be a braggart and be like, you know, you know, and whatnot. I'm just trying to tell you, I worked. And even after I stepped down as president, I did more work. And so I don't like being told I ain't working hard enough and just bide your time. Regardless of like during my creator days, my writer days, my professional administrative days, and now being back to a creator again. Motherfucker, don't tell me I ain't worked hard enough. Yeah, especially Don't. when you read, when you see Caspi getting on from absurd ways of getting on. It's just like, like you, you wrote some blog posts. <laughs> don't get me started on that, dog. Don't get don't like get, you like for real. Like nothing. Like they were, they were kind of entertaining, but like yeah, like for real. Yeah, for I, real I, though. It, it put it, it makes me feel some sort of way. It really does. It really, really does. And the thing is, it's like, and it's not. And cats be like, "Oh, you jealous?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm studying the way the business works." And the like, it, yeah, it's seeing the game. What it is? It's like, 
Like I when I was talking to David Brother, I was like, my homie Ron did pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Like he got books out. Yes. Oscar nominations. Yes. And he can't get work. He, he like for real? Like yeah. you just gotta write some blog posts. Like it's that easy. Yeah. Oh, don't see. And like, is that is that quote unquote easy? Like, nah. Fuck no. out of here, man. Yeah. It it, it irritates me. It, it like because see, it just it irritates me so much because especially with the whole Ron Wimberly situation. This is another and this is another thing. And I'm so glad you brought that up because, like, Ron, if you listen listening to this right now, I got numbers respect for you and I love you and. And like, um, you know, your appearance on Ignorant, Ignorant Dash Bliss was incredible. All those appearances. So thank you for being on this show. But, yo, going back to that, here's another problem that I've had with the comic book business. Find it amazing when people, as far as like, you know, when people speak about an issue or a problem. Once again, regardless of whether we say it in a calm state or whether we say it in a state of in, you know, in a state of duress, or if we say I'm sorry, not duress, but basically, if we set shit on fire, because when we set shit on fire, then you finally, then you finally listen, as opposed to all the times we try to talk about it calmly and try to and try to present some form of, of uh, communication, but you refuse to respond. When Ronald Wimberly wrote that piece, that artistic um, editorial type piece for uh, the Nib. Yeah, um, that was pro- that was one of the best think pieces I've read in a very long time regarding, you know, basically minorities and people of color working with white editors that nine times out of 10 probably haven't dealt with like a lot of black people or other races. OK. And the thing was, there was no shade thrown. There was no hatred thrown. It was all truth. OK. Now, here's the whole thing. That was a very professional editorial piece. It's great. And the one thing, as far as what black people goes, they always tell us, be professional. Other people tell us, be professional, be professional. We're already playing. We are already playing with a deck of adjusted rules that we have to that we have to walk with every single day on top of societal rules on top of that. So we're walking with two tiers worth of rules every single day. And this man presents a professional editorial artistic piece to only then Axel Alonso basically come out with a response that's essentially, how dare you? And this is my other problem. Like, <laughs> this is my other problem. I'm so tired of other people coming up to black folks, whether it be on the Internet or whatever, and not treating us like grown ass men. Because the thing is, is that the thing is, is that if Mr. Alonzo was treated that way, if you know, if he was if he was responded to like, how dare you and talked down to like a fucking child, he would be furious. So if you're going to see here's the thing, <sighs> Ron brought that to you like an adult and you responded like a child. And that is what I find deplorable. And that's what makes me dislike the comic book game so much. And I love comic books. I love it. But the thing is, is that he addressed you like a man. He did. Ron addressed Axel Alonso like a man and all Axel had to do is be like you know what I may not agree with everything that Ron Ron Wimberly said but there's some things in here I think you know maybe we need to have a talk and maybe not that doesn't mean have a talk with Ron you know maybe he needs to talk with his editorial team maybe he just needs to sit down and have a talk with himself after he finishes listening to all those currency albums he keeps talking about <laughs> I don't believe him man he needs more people hold your fucking horses 
Niggas really fucking thought that he lost it Like I betted at an auction, been exhausted I've been working while y'all selling bro smoke like broken exhaust tips Fucking losers Hold your fucking ponies, my homie I whip your donkey by my lonely I eat pussy like Shoney's, yeah It's Tonchi, homie, master of ceremonies I knock them down, domino effect No pepperoni, I swear It's them golf boys, like them hot boys For the nine, nine and two thousand But it's the two thousand I know, I do see, I don't feel the same way Feel the exact same way, but But that's the, like, it just irritates me When these folks don't respect Black people Especially adults and don't talk to them like adults. It pisses me off. It makes it just it makes me so upset. Cause they don't like being embarrassed, man. You know how Marvel is. You know what I'm saying everything is all glitters and goals on the, on, the, on the outside. They act like they're the coolest motherfucker in the streets, but they ain't. They ain't you know what I'm saying? Like they don't do no dirt. Then they do dirt. All they do is dirt. They built on dirt. <laughs> it was built on dirt. You know, and, and, and the thing is, like, that's that's American business. The majority of American business is built on dirt. So you just need to just go ahead and embrace the shit. It's like, you know what's, what's the real thing of it is? It's like when you talk about, let's say, the big two. Marvel be acting like they ain't dirty. DC is kind of like in the open, like, yeah, sometimes we dirty as fuck. <laughs> yeah Like There's a time We were dirty as fuck And then sometimes But like other people Took over And tried to clean that shit up And like right some wrongs And then Like yo Like what Jerry Conway Was like Yo they dirty as fuck Right now And it's just like Yeah I guess we gotta fix it yeah. You know what I'm saying Like Yeah You like real talk I read the little general Beating cool With the little letter the, the D.O. and Lee sent out Yeah It was like You know It was kind of just like Yo Y'all thinking things ain't right You gonna try to make this shit better You know We gonna, we're gonna work all the issues out Anytime you bring up some shit About mom doing some fucked up shit the motherfucker circles the wagons Yes Talk about Like yo We got this new fire coming out All that other That's some bullshit That's some lies That ain't real shit da, 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 da. We the best company in the world We like everybody Blah 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 Yeah 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 Go see Avengers you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. go oh, give us more money. Every time. Every, like, every single time. And like, I, they that do with game, but it's not even an ex- excellent game. Mm-hmm. They that's not even a miraculous game. And he be getting all, all like, the people to, like, get it, give him everything. You know what I'm saying? He go he go to bed with whoever he wants to. You know what I'm saying? Like, not whoever, but people who don't understand game. You know what I'm saying? They getting gamed in their face. And he's like, you sitting back like, yo, you run a game. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, he really don't like you though. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's just trying to bust at the end of the night. Come on. Yes, he walk yes, away. Yes, but cats don't like. These cats don't understand it, man. And 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 here's the thing: I don't expect everyone to understand that. I don't expect everyone to understand that philosophy. I don't. Okay, a lot of these people that enjoy this stuff. I'm talking about people that are like outside of. Outside of comic book readers, okay, outside of comic book readers, I'm just talking about your average Joe that just that just watches these Marvel movies and whatnot. Like, I really don't get mad at them cats because they don't know, all right. But as far as these quote unquote other geeks go, that will constantly defend Marvel head to toe without looking at the big picture, I really get irritated. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, is that you know I wouldn't say the things that I've said over like the last five ten minutes. If it wasn't true, you know what I mean. I wouldn't bring any. I wouldn't even bring any of this up if it wasn't true. 
Why I got to lie? I have no reason or purpose to lie. What do you, how do you benefit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because here's the thing. I stay silent. The game don't get better. I speak up. The game don't get better. So, but the thing is, my parents told me a long time ago, if you see something wrong, you need to talk about it. You need to do something about it. But sometimes, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm way, I'm, I'm older now. And I get to the point where it's just like, damn, I'm tired. But the thing is that I feel I got to keep fighting because this, this kid, this, you know, there's young kids on the come up that love comics. There's young kids on the come up that love cartoons. There's young kids on the come up that, that love movies. And they want to get into these fields. And I feel I got to fight. So maybe one day they can have a spot. But the funny thing is, is, is that outside of my own spot that, I've, that, I'm, that I'm building, there's no other spot. Ain't no spot at Marvel for me. Ain't no spot at DC for me. Ain't no spot at Boom for me. Ain't no spot at IDW for me. And I'm not saying that just as me, as myself. I'm talking about for, like, black people in general. Yeah. You, you know that's what I mean? It's, it's just... It's, it's hard. And, and I'm tired of playing. I'm tired of playing games in these, you know, with these businesses, with these companies that have unwritten rules. So you have to decipher and crack the code like it's fucking national treasure. And you run along with Nick Cage trying to figure out this fucking puzzle. And you figure out the puzzle. And he's like, oh, oh, you figured it out. Guess what, man? Yo, princess is another castle dog. Try again. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Like, like the be- he told us up in that joint like I was like no. I'm sorry but uh, Bowser took her again dog <laughs> <laughs> that nigga thirsty <laughs> yeah man so I'm just like no I just I I can't play that game anymore man I'm I'm, I'm too old and that, that's just foolish so you know and people are like well you know you you know you was building with action lab you know why can't you just keep building with action lab it's like well and that's a whole different story because it's a thing of i got burned out yeah you know i got burned out i did a lot i you know i did a lot and i got burned out and when you get burned out when you're working your ass off for a company and you still see all the bullshit and all the wrong and all the wrong outside of your company with other companies that one day you wanted to get on with, it makes you even more tired because you're just like, damn, how can I fix this? And you keep fighting and you keep fighting and you keep punching and your knuckles are, are bleeding. And it's just like, Jesus, I can't, I, I can't do this anymore. Like it, it's unreal, man. That shit literally almost fucking killed me. No lie. No lie. Shit almost fucking killed me. Body completely broke down, shut down, and I was out of commission for a while. And I, so, and I just got to the point where I was just like, man, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, and I just, like I said, I just I stepped away. I just stepped away. And it was um, during a, uh, uh, was it Thanksgiving or was it Christmas? I want to say it's Christmas dinner. Um, I went back home. I went back to Ohio to, to visit family and we had like big Christmas dinner. And my grandma and grandma came out and, you know, grandma at the time, you know, she has since passed away. But at the time she was uh, fighting about with cancer, um, a nasty bout with cancer. And, you know, I hadn't seen grandma in a while. And, and uh, you know, we just she just started talking to me. She's like, well, baby, you still making them books? 
And I was like, no, grandma. I was like, I'm not making them books right now. I was like, I, I was like, grandma, I haven't, I haven't personally made a book in a while. I was like, I've helped a lot of people make books. But I was like, I haven't, I haven't made anything in a while, grandma. And I, and like, I just stepped away from it. Cause I was just tired. I don't know if I should do this. She was like, baby, she's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? She was like, my entire life and knowing you, even since you was a little baby, all you've ever done is try to help everybody else. She's like, and there's nothing wrong with that. But she was like, have you helped yourself? What have you done for yourself? What have you done? For, what have you done for you? She's like, and that ain't selfish. She's like, what have you done? What do you want to do? She was like, go do it. Because I know you want to be happy. And if that's what's going to make you happy to go do it, go do it. That was like the one that was like one of the last talks I ever had with my grandma before she died. So like that really stuck with me. And so that's where you get like cash and carry. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's a cash and carry Kickstarter right now. Because like I was just like, I just got to do me. And I want to work with people I want to work with and I want to build and it's going to be slow. It's going to be a slow burn, but I'm going to build. And so I called, I, you know, I got a hold of, uh, I got a hold of my friend, Julie Speziani out in Cali. And I was like, listen, I got this concept. I create, I, you know, I created this concept called cash and carry about two, um, two middle school students that solve middle school, solve mysteries from middle schools around the world. I was like, we need to do a pilot episode. I'm like, you done. I asked her if she was down. She was like, yes. So we needed an, we needed an artist. And a couple of years ago, I met an artist um, that goes by the name of Penny Candy Studios. Met her at a show in Lexington like a couple of years ago. Found her art to be utterly adorable. I thought it was great. Like this is stuff I would see on Cartoon Network right now. We had you know, we had to talk, you know, built up a nice little friendship. And then you know, after I got finished talking with Julie, I got a hold of Penny. Penny was like, "I'm down." I gave them both ownership, both co-ownership of the title. They have ownership of the property as long as well as myself. So this gets turned into a cartoon. This gets turned to coloring books, toys, whatnot. They get a piece of that. You know, um, I've built a little studio um, after this Kickstarter is over. You know, people get their Kickstarter exclusive editions of Cash and Carry, the very first book, which will have material that won't be in the digital retail version. Uh-huh. Because the whole point of for me, the whole point of Kickstarter is giving you something that you can't get nowhere else. That's the whole point. But the digital retail version is not going to have stuff that the Kickstarter version will have. But when the digital retail version comes out, they get a share of, of those sales, too. Because the thing is, is that um, I look at it like this. It's like I, I can't I can't ask you to do stuff like, you know, even to the point where it's just like, yo, you know, like with this, even with this Kickstarter, like, you know, some of that money is going to be kicked back to Julie and Penny for the work they've done because they deserved it. They earned that shit. And and that's a whole other thing. Like how many people, you know, because a lot of these cats in comics is shady as fuck. They'll sit there and like, they'll create something. They'll take all the credit for the shit. But don't ever talk about their team that rode with them from like beginning to end, and don't share you want shit. To fucking walk around these roaches. These niggas is roaches. These niggas is mere motherfucking mortals. I'm trying to push you to supreme being. 
You don't want to motherfucking, you don't want to embrace your destiny. You want to get by. You don't want to go into the motherfucking dark. We're lonely. You can't handle the motherfucking, the pain of the motherfucking not knowing when shit is going to stop. People in comics ain't really getting paid. You know, very few people are truly eating. So I was like, yo, I got to share the pie. It may not be much of a pie, but guess what? I'm actually going to share it. And that's, when, and, that, and that's how Cash and Carry was born. And I love it. And I stand by it. I think it's awesome. Um, you know, we're trying to bring diversity to comic books. Dallas, you know, the character Dallas Cash, young, you know, young black male, Inez Carey, you know, young Latina. And like the book's got like a bunch of like just a bunch of different like characters in the background, like all different types of ethnicities. Um, in the Kickstarter book, we are also we also have like an additional four page bonus story that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else that, that introduces a new character to the universe. Um, has a ton of pinups, concept artwork and all and all that stuff, you know, so it just for that, you know, this book really means a lot to me. And for me, this is the start of something new. This is a new start for me. You know, this is a new day. Now, I ain't just talking about that 50 Cent Alicia Keys Dre joint. I'm talking about this. <laughs> you know, it's it's a new day. Um, you know, so you know, like like I like I like I said before, this you know, this might be my last fight. Because the thing is, I love comics. I and, you know when I and I love other mediums too. And I want to, you know, try to start hopping and in, uh, hopping into other mediums because the whole point is is that if you're black, you just can't do one thing. You know, and I made I made a Tumblr post about it because I that you know I tried tweeted and Facebooked it and I said let's yeah. just make a Tumblr post. You know, and you know like I just try to tell young black youth they're like yo man I really like comics I'm like oh no, that's great, but you probably want to try you know take a look at animation fields you might want to take a look at storyboarding you might want to take a look at advertising you might want to take a look at general illustration you might and like all these other fields. And I'm like, go stack paper in all these other fields because you're probably going to end up making more money over there than you would in comics. Not saying I'm not trying to run you out of comics. Not at all. You get some comics, comics work. That's great. You cake up. That's great. But, um, you know, but the thing is, is that like, yo, the game don't really want us. So we got to yeah, create it's our- like an uphill. It's an uphill battle for real. Yeah. It's a lot of fighting. Yeah, it's a lot of fighting. And the thing is, is that, yeah, we can create our own. And, I, and, you know, and I see cats out there creating their own, and it's great. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we still need representation over on the other side. We need better rep- representation at Marvel as far as writers go, editorial, artists, and things like that. I'm not just saying, like, oh, we got, you know, we got one or two over there. No, that ain't going to cut it. For the amount of material that, like, that, that Marvel pushes out, even to the point of, like, you know, either biweekly or weekly shipping books, y'all can bring on other talent. It, it it'll really be interesting to really see like uh, um how a how a black person would write Falcon as Captain America. Yes. With the way things are going in America right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But see here's the other thing too. This is this this is the whole point of also having like ed- good editors and not just folks that hold grudges because you disagree with them. You know, also like editors that may have possibly have met black people or went to school with black people or it just are at least willing to listen 
to the stories that they're trying to tell because like for some reason like m- most geeks have in their head that like if a black writer gets on a title it's automatically just going to become a black power story yeah and i'm like no we got stories to tell you know we've been reading a lot of these books too just as long as y'all have you know what i mean so yeah, we might and we might not retell the same story over and over again exactly Exactly, because damn it, man! Like when New Fifty Two came around, it's like, man, we're retelling Doomsday again. I'm like, I don't need to see this. this- fam, fam, you have no idea. I remember when they announced the whole New Fifty Two. I remember Peter Rios did a show, Comic Geek Speak. It was like a call-in show. And I think I was on that joint for like a good half an hour talking to Peter. <laughs> yes. Just at the just the optimism of like we was just building. We was just going off like all the stuff that could happen. Yes. And then I read them first three months and I was just like This is this is what y'all do? Yeah. This is what y'all do? Yeah. Y'all 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 rebooted everything to tell everything over again. In a way that fits the storytelling style of 1996. Yeah, and y'all, it, it, you have so much promise, Sean. You can totally redo Cyborg, and you don't. You have an entire way to fold in the Halo Corporation into the DC universe, and you don't. You have a way to fold an IO. In the gen program with like everything else. Mm-hmm. Like you can have Amanda Waller, uh was it Commander Steel and my man Lynch from Gen 13. Yeah. All with their own ends doing shady shit, getting shit popping. Yes. You can have Mr. Majestic <sighs> and Superman. You can have Mr. Majestic like, yeah, I knew your father. <laughs> yes. Yes, your father was a was a smart man. I'm sad that Krypton blew up. I couldn't get there in time. I was fighting the Daemonites, hmm. and you let that shit walk away. Oh, you know. still doing the goddamn metal men the same way? Uh. How are you still doing that when there's been forty goddamn years of Mecca? <laughs> How are you still writing robots the same way if Pluto been out for like eight years? Yes. Yes. And and how come and how come that uh DC Universe animated short from Metal Man was better than a majority of the Metal Man books from like the last twenty years? Well. All I'm saying is this I thought up I want to my own horn. I thought of such a dope ass idea for the Metal Man, it makes me sad I will never give to you to give it to the people. <laughs> yeah. Shit is fire. Yes. Shit is fire. Like I just know it's fire. I would have folded in so much shit. I would even fold in the goddamn Superman robot. I would use chemo, all that shit. Ivo, Amazo, all that shit together. Robot shit. Like some serious robot shit. Yeah. Not no like, oh blah blah blah, it's goofy. He's liquidy. And then like, nah, like some serious motherfucking Robot Masters, Mega Man Zero shit is kind of depressing, but it's also heroic as fuck robot yes. shit. Yes. I see I would read that. I would I would buy that and I would read it. And, and they, I, com- and they and don't combine, it. Sean. They can combine, son. <laughs> Alloy, son. <laughs> you get me hype right and now. And you won't even gotta have him as a big giant man, which was cool when I saw that shit in Kingdom Cup. It's like oh it's a giant metal dude, but son. Yes. 
You got combiners. Like, we grew up with motherfucking the constructor cons. Oh, yeah. We have an idea of how, what a combiner. That's a high fucking bar. Like, the, yeah. the, the constructor cons, they weren't even really. Really kind of Decepticons. It was like allies of Megatron. Like Megatron couldn't even just G them all the time. They'd be like, "Man, fuck you, Megatron. I'm going to fuck home." Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, exactly. fuck out of here, dog. Or, or like, or like the Stunticons. <laughs> they was like wild cards too. It was, it was like, look, we're gonna do what the fuck we want when we want. We might listen to you for a minute, but the, the talk talk to me in the wrong tone. You got one time. <laughs> Only Megatron can G them. Goddamn, <laughs> them motherfuckers had their own base. Yes. Like. Come on, come on! You got all this fertile material. You can just completely reimagine it from jump, and you do the same shit. Yeah, man. It's, you do the same shit. Yeah, and like, and don't and look. Don't get me wrong, because the optimism that you and Peter had, like, like when uh, on the Black Box podcast, it was me, John Carroll, Daryl Taylor, and Donnie Salvo, and we went through the first wave of new 52 just going through like all the titles they had like little pages of previews and all that other stuff and you know we just making guesses as to what would be good what would be bad and like for the most part like we were trying to be i was, I was optimistic john was optimistic donnie was a little salty daryl was like half and half but you know but once again trying to be optimistic and just like yourself i i remember i went and i bought I, I bought a few of those books for like about a month or two, and I was just like, I, I can't, I couldn't do it no more. And I remember, like, Daryl sent me a care package full of books one Christmas, and it was a ton of New Fifty Two stuff. And I started reading it, and I was like, man, Daryl is a baritone because I'd have never bought any of these books. Because, because the thing is, it's just like, man, I'm like, man, this looks rushed. Man, like, how can you have, there's certain artists, I'm not going to name no names because, like, you know, folks get real sensitive about this stuff. But there were, like, certain artists that I know their pencil work or their ink work is golden. And I would look in these books and I'm just like, man, you probably had to do this in five days, didn't you? Yeah, like, they ain't even had the time. You just see it like, y'all ain't even had a real time to go ham on this. Yeah. Yeah, and, and not only that, though, but what really hurt me is, like, with some of this stuff, it's like, yo, you mean to tell me you couldn't... Some of the creators they put on some of these books, I was like, for real? Man, y'all really don't want this to work. With Static Shock, I'm like, they just should have had Mark Bernardin writing that from, like, issue one. Instead of waiting toward the end of... Uh, waiting, waiting, you know, when Scott McDaniel came in and just jacked it all up and just... It's terrible. It was a terrible book. It's awful. Mark Bernardin came in, made that book cool, but it was already getting canceled. You know, Mr. Ter- like, like Mr. Terrific had a black writer, had Eric Wallace. Oh, man. Eric- don't even, oh, don't even give me, nothing even gets the writer, but I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I would have Mr. Terrific, if he take off his coat, shit's about to get fucked up. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you, how do you, like, I don't even understand, like, the planet was just non-existent. Yeah. And like you have all these dope ass pieces, you put that shit together like Legos. Yeah, man. They 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 just left that shit scattered all over the place. Yeah, and it was a mess. And the thing is, like you had there's new fifty two continuity, but there was still stuff from the previous continuity that was like, no, 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 we got to keep this. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought we started all over. I'm like, I'm like, this is just too, this is too confusing. And not only that though, think about all the stuff that they could have done to lure in, you know, other readers. And they and they would oh, always find a way to mess it up, like Amethyst. Like Oh son, don't even get me started on Amethyst. Like, oh, that could have brought in man, that could have been the shit. And they just well, 
Messed that up. And I was then like, you see that short that came on Cartoon Network where it's kind of BC like she gets sucked into the video game. Yes. I was like, ah, like that's the perfect way you do Amethyst. She getting like the new little sword. It was the prince. It was the skeleton. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, they got like that shit was money. Like, I was like, like, why wasn't the Amethyst comic book like this, though? It had it, been fire. But see, but once again, this is what happens when you when like, when a company... When corporate finally recognizes your existence and you merge and you already had disconnect before, well, Lord, you're going to have even more disconnect now, y'all. They just picked it like the like I like to use the little examples of the sports franchise. It's like. Why you hire Isaiah Thomas to run your team? Mm. You know what's going to happen. Yes. Nah, man, you, 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 he's picking all the wrong people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's doing all the wrong things. Yeah, man. Like, man, you gotta give me you get you gotta give me Danny Ainge, man. You gotta give me Danny Ainge <laughs> and, and Doc Rivers. I need yeah. that. I need that 2008 Celtics. Yes. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, even like Larry Bird knew when when Larry Bird was like when when Larry Bird came in and be, become general manager of the Pacers, Isaiah Thomas was the coach. He was like, "I see right through you." As soon as Bird go. got there, he was like, "Your ass is gone. You got to go. You got to go." And the whole thing is, is that I really wish the comics game was like that. Somebody just come in and be like, "Listen, y'all, some bullshit. Y'all got to go." Uh, uh. Fuck. Shit, uh, cause when my coat come in, they gotta use the scale that they weigh the whales with. Carlson's on the Jeep, but God, he made the prototype. Hope you get the picture, but you just can't photo light. Turning niggas make it, kicking down the door, and we burning niggas naked. The house costs a million, sitting on the beach, and the only thing I know if it's furnished, I'ma take it. My bathtub lift up, my walls do a 360. We got the shit that the government got. Talking money, then you rubbing the spot. Real niggas say that they be wild. Nah, that shit ain't hot. That shit ain't hot. It's just not. And I don't even want to make this like a a, a bash DC thing because it seems like they just took so many goddamn lumps <laughs> that they they figuring out like, oh, 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 this shit is popping. Oh, that little thing is popping. Well, fuck it then. We didn't. We didn't. Oh, we got his variant covers. But fuck it. Let's let's make half the books be whatever the fuck they want to be. Mm-hmm. And, the, and so the, we're gonna see in June what's gonna pop. And but the thing is, even now, even now they can't even do that because now Marvel is doing like variant cover months now. And yeah, it, and it's over yeah. and it's overshadowing what 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 you know what DC did with the variant covers. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, is that DC I think is just damned if they do now and damned if they don't. And I don't know if that's a leadership issue. I don't know if that's a disconnect between corporate, corporate Warner Brothers and DC, DC Entertainment. Um, it's just such a massive disconnect. And, I, you know, the thing is, after Convergence is done, I want these new books to do well and I want them to look good because the thing is, is that it looks like that there's been like a little bit of an editorial shift with some of the certain people that they brought on. And I see like a Bizarro book. I'm like, that looks cool. I see a Prez book. I'm like, that, okay, that looks that, cool. That shit looks fire. Yeah. That shit looks crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? I see a Batmite book. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all doing Batmite? Word for real? You know, like, and and once again, it's a thing of, it's like, you know, they got um, David Walker to do Cyborg with like, with, with uh, Yvonne Heiss. 
And I, you know, and I'm like, yo, David Walker getting work with DC. That's good. I'm like, at least one brother getting to write a book. I know he's like the only. He's gonna about to be the only dude. I like, I almost like shit. I gotta buy at least the first issue. Right. You know. You know. I don't even not interested in it. Right. But shit, I gotta at least like. I got to let the nigga shine a little bit. Yeah, I got to I got to let him eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of us got to eat. You know, it's, it's to the it's to the point now where it's just like, well shit. If he's if he's winning right now, I guess that that means like, you know, that victory is kind of like a small victory for us. But at, at the same time, I'm like that's kind of sad. Uh, kind of. It is sad. It's it is sad, man. Yeah. It's kind of sad that I feel guilty that I have ideas for characters that I don't own. Mhm. Because the fact is like, yeah, I have a whole bunch of ideas for myself. But sometimes you're just sitting there thinking, you know, you reading the comic book and be like, man, that'd be dope as fuck if this story would happen. And then it's just like, I ain't never going to get a chance to do that shit. Oh, dude, I know. I know. That's why That's why I made that joke on Twitter today about um, the Hamburglar <laughs> and like how everybody like, you know, all mad and salty about this new Hamburglar. And I was just like, look. You know, y'all complained about this new hamburger, and I just want to know where he got them fucking Red Octobers. And then I just made up a story about how he got them Red Octobers, because he stole them from Mary McCheese at one of Mary McCheese's rent parties. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. You know, and then I, I finished, it was, like, I, it was like about seven or eight posts, and then like my last post was like, this is why I'll never be allowed to, to write licensed comics. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, it's a, it'd be too hip. Like, what do you mean? Like, we, we, we Red Octobers? What is that? Yes. I don't, I don't understand. What are Red Octobers? It, it, like, it's just such a fucking disconnect, and like, it just, it, 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 it hurts so bad. And like I said before, it's just, it's something I would like to, I would like to try to help improve, but you know, and the only way I can do it is just basically create my own stuff because, like, the other side of the game is yeah, just pretty much just, just flipping us the bird every single day. You it's know. funny because I was reading that you know Convergence is out, and I'm reading this shit is about Earth Two and how they like reimagine Earth Two for a new time. Yeah, I'm just like, like nah, that shouldn't even they shouldn't even like be born in current era or like something like that. Like it should always be set in the past, but you don't got to set it like in 2015 or 2014 or 2011 when it started. Mm-hmm. You can set it in the recent past, like maybe they first popped up in like 1985 or some shit. Yes. So you still got the old, they still like quote unquote older than the rest of the heroes. So it just be, it could just be, it's like, like I was thinking, like, hold up, how come they ain't no motherfucking wildcat in this shit? Like, that would be dope if he came out, like, when fucking George Foreman came out at 40 and whooped that dude ass for the title. Yes. Like, like you have a comment where he like whoops, like fucking like the little stand in for Money Mayweather. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> and then he's jump out the joint. And he's like, I still gotta fight the ultra humanite. God damn it. Bam! <laughs> Send that motherfucker in the face, like, like you know, ultra humanite bust come out right in the middle, of, like after the fight, like attacking. It's like what? You got goddamn corporate leader. You know what I'm saying? Alan Scott cuts out, like you know what I'm saying? He's not the leader of a radio station or nothing. He runs yeah. like a big AOL tech company. He's like the Huffington Post and all that shit wrapped up in one. It's like why? Like how are you not doing this shit? Like this shit is in your face. Mm-hmm. It's easy it, every day. Every it's day. like making pancakes. I know, but the thing is, the thing is, man. They scared to really do that new new because they scared they're gonna lose that audience. Or you know, them them like, you know, the, the like those forty thousand people, those forty thousand committed fans that would just buy every that would just buy the books. They're like, we we can't scare them away. And I'm just like, no, you have to build. Every single business has to build. 
And I know, look, look, I know there's only like, look, there's like 19,000 municipalities in America and about 2,000 comic book shops. So you're not going to have a comic book shop in every neighborhood. I get that. But the whole thing about it is, is that, look, you can be committed to the direct market if you want to. But guess what? Why can't you build another market? I was like, DC, and this is a weird thing. DC doesn't have that problem when it comes to some of the digital stuff, like the sensational Wonder Woman stuff. And yeah. now they're doing a Linda Carter series and they have Batman 66. You know, and they would, and sometimes they do like that special Superman book, and they would do like yeah. a Batman Beyond joint, and they and would the do Smallville like, comic, yeah, and- yeah, Smallville comeback, and like they do all that shit digitally. I'm like, oh, so y'all gonna build on that? And then like they look at the numbers, it's like, hey man, that did all right. Let's take that, and make sure we put that out in print too. Yeah, and double that money. Yeah, and the thing like building ancillary markets, building fucking ancillary markets, man. It, like it, it's not that hard. Y'all like money, right? Build. I still don't understand. I still truthfully don't understand how come everything is tied through comicsology and then using that Adobe digital publisher system so I can make, like, if I can subscribe to every goddamn major magazine periodical and I get them shits every month, why the fuck don't I have that shit for comic books? Yeah, because man look man these companies because here's here's the thing a lot of these companies don't have cats that like stay on top of technology you know what i'm saying they gotta pay adobe their money anyway because they gotta make these books they gotta buy photoshop they gotta buy Mm -hmm. and like they already gotta cough up adobe the money like they just sitting there like why aren't you doing this like I, i like i literally i sit down and i was like yo like how come i never see an ad for a comic book really on the front page of the app store yeah like I still don't think y'all really getting that serious guap if you ain't if you ain't a Cupertino hugging up with somebody like yo we need to get that that real big blonde like that joint when it first pop up like yeah no doubt I got they got podcasts with bigger spots on the, the iTunes store than anything in these properties they got the movies and the games but yeah. I never see the comics it's like comics is everybody got big ass phones now I don't even need to zoom in on an iPhone on an iPhone six plus no you don't no you don't phones the size of a foot. Shit is huge. It's like a baby's head in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, like, trust me. And, like, for me, please believe, if I had the time, I would use that Adobe Publishing Suite or make myself an app and be like, yo, yeah, you can still get, like, because, like, I, I've got a digital distribution contract and the books and, like, you know, so, like, any book that the, that my studio, Crown Taker Studios, puts out, it'd be on every single version of Google Play around the world. Every single version of like iTunes slash iBooks around the world, um, you know, every single version of Amazon around the world, and all these foreign distrib- distribution systems be part of the li- like you know the library vendor databases, so they can buy it. That's the other thing too. It's like yo, you got to learn all your outlets, all of them. I'm one. I'm one dude. I am one dude, and I know about all these outlets. And the thing is, the majority of these comic book cats in the business right now probably only know about one. And then once again, I like money, and I'm trying to get it so we can all get paid. That then you know, and I want to so because if I get paid, you know, the people that I work with on these books and collaborate with, guess what? They get paid too. And guess guess what? That allows us to make more stuff. Because that's all I want to do is just make stuff and get paid for it. That's all I want. That's it. You know? And the fact that, like, the game wants us to just rely on one market is ridiculous. 
Folks can't eat off, eat off of that. Not them little bit of people. And oh. it's a lot. I know it's been growing. They've been talking about it's been growing. I don't know it. I still think that we really truly don't know how much is growing if all the numbers we got is from the stores. That's like... That's like... It's like... I don't even know it's like the grocery store. They know how much... Like, Coca Pepsi know how many Coca Pepsis they done sold. Yeah. They know more beyond just, oh, we sold it to these companies to Walmart blah 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 no they get the data from Walmart Walmart tell them like yo we need we need coke with with, with all other type of flavors in it cause we, we want more cokes yeah exactly you know what I'm saying like and they, they know they like but if all we getting is approximations of what stores buy and some weird crazy formula that somebody gotta decode I'm like nah I don't even buy y'all numbers right exactly I'm like listen like when I'm like, look, why y'all trying to act like y'all doing like quarterback ra- quarterback rating systems? That's that's like that's some like real hard ass math. I'm like, quit acting like some NCAA football fucking who going to get into the the bowl system shit. Yeah, exactly. Y'all into BCS? Please, please stop. Just stop. You know, I just I, I just get so annoyed. And see, and I, and like and, and for me, I think I think that's part part another reason why like. For all the things that like I've I've done, you know, for all the things that I've, that I've personally done and like how versatile I feel that I've been in this business, sometimes I think that my intelligence and my willingness to learn scares folks. And my ability to question things scares folks. I really people do. don't like people that rock the boat, man. You start asking certain questions, and they be acting, they be looking at you. People be looking at you funny when you start asking certain questions. Certain when the systems are set, and be like, "Why ain't you do this?" Or why y'all ain't up on that? Like, yeah. I, I, but that's how yo we supposed to we supposed to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? You know we supposed to challenge each other. We're supposed to challenge each other. We're supposed to ask questions. We're supposed to be competitive because competition breeds champions. Competition, real competition, makes everybody step their game up, so you get the best, the best output possible. You're supposed to step, you know, you know, supposed to challenge each other. You know what I mean? Because I know if I show something to Julian, if I show, if I show something to you, and you'd be like, "That's all right," I'm like, "Okay, hmm, all right, I need, I need, I need to go upgrade this then," and I'm gonna go back and upgrade it. Because the thing is, you ain't just saying it's all right. You know, to just like brush me off, because you gonna let me know if it's hot. You gonna let me know if it sucks. You gonna let me know if it's just I. Right. You gonna let me know either way, and it's the same coming back this way. You know, if you did that, you like if you brought something to me, I'm like, yo, I think that's cool here, but I think this needs you need you might need to take a look at this right here. I think that, yeah. I, I think this right here, you can do a lot with this over here. We critique each other because we want to be the best. You know, and then, and then there's sometimes, you know, man, we do things that may not be the best and, you know, we have good intentions, but we're going to hustle. You know what I mean? And, you know, but we, we got to try. But like the thing is, is that we're still trying to put that stuff out there. We're trying to compete. And I don't see a lot of that in comics because in comics, everybody's like, oh, we're all friends. No, we ain't. Let's stop that bullshit right now. Right now. We are not all friends. And I'm one of the friendliest motherfuckers you will ever meet on your, in your motherfucking life. But we are yeah. not all friends. And I've been witness to that. I, you know, I've been witness to that. And so, you know, but if everybody act like we're all friends, if we're all friends, wouldn't the game be better balanced? 
Yo, my problem is that be on some we all supposed to be friends shit. Then when somebody do some fuck boy shit and other people call them on that shit, the person who call them on it is the villain. Gee, like we're not the person who did the fuck boy shit. The person who called the person on the fuck boy shit. Because he did speak out about that. Like, we're all peers. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Like, we ain't all peers. Like, like, oh, oh, you you think the motherfucking rest of the teams in the in the in the NFL is cool with the Patriots cheating. Oh, okay. Like they ain't gonna say shit. Oh, 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 oh all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you think you think that um my man Kevin Love is happy that dude fucked his shoulder up. Oh, okay. okay. He's just not gonna talk about it. Shit. All right, bet. Oh, yeah. Game was just beefing with Young Thug yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's just nah, son. Like, big, my, hold up. How many coaches did I find this NBA playoffs for talking about the officiating? Like, yeah. also, like, yo, they fucking up. It just is. Take that 25,000. <laughs> yes. Like, stop fucking up my game, dog. Yeah, exactly. And on the Kevin Love thing, if we were quote unquote all peers, when Boston tried to get when Boston tries to get Kevin Love in the offseason to sign with the Celtics, first thing you're gonna say is make sure that Olympic motherfucker ain't on the roster. Because if he's still exactly. on the roster, I ain't coming. Punch him day in the face. Yep. Because the thing, here's the whole thing with Kelly, with Kelly Olenek. Look, man, yo, what he did, like, I know they say in the NBA, like, a lot of players lock up like that, and it was just like a freak mishap. But here's nah, the whole thing. Son. Now, see, like, I, don't, I don't believe it either. But here's the whole thing. When your own squad don't stand for you, and basically the Celtics players was like, well, man, you know, you know, Kelly Olenek, you know, he, he can't really box out well. That's that's the excuse. They didn't even stand up for him. They didn't want to be like, yo, man, look, man, these things happened. It was an accident. No, they was like, man, look, he just he struggles with rebounding. That's that's what they said. So pretty much it was just like, yeah, man, you on your own. Because <laughs> you know he did some fucked up shit. That shit was wrong. Yeah. It was wrong. And then JR, see, but then JR, then JR Smith went and just went and stole one on Jay Crowder. I'm like, you're not helping JR. You're not helping. Nah, he was like, no, not. man, he took my boy out. Y'all but he from me. the streets, though. Yeah. He from the streets. Yeah, I know. He's straight street. But then, but then, here's, here's, here's what's real fucked up, though, about, about all of that. Is that J.R. Smith got like you know basically he was suspended for two two the two Chicago game two games against Chicago and he got kicked out of that Boston game, but Kendrick Perkins like pushed Jay Crowder and then punched at Jay Crowder and they was like nah man you can go ahead and just and stay because I think even the NBA is like look man you suck so you know let's just go ahead and just let you stay you're just making things worse for the Cavs if you actually get to play so you just yeah. stay but um but yeah man but that's but yeah you're right but it's like like it's, it's the whole thing is so weird it, 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 it's it's so weird like say for instance with like the Brian Wood stuff right like with the Brian Wood stuff you know that was a real issue like women started to speak up and I'm so glad they did and yet you know you know he got protected Brian Wood got protected and he still gets work but yet what I find amazing is is that Brian Wood got protected but and I'm and once again two wrongs don't make it right because what Brian Wood did was wrong and what this other cat did um Rock Up Church brother Rock Up Church that was doing art for for rat queens you know he did some fuckboy shit right yeah but that brother he got dead it that brother got kicked the fuck out yeah. See, and that's that's my whole point. It's like, okay, you protect you protect Brian Wood, but okay, Rock, you gotta go. And once again, I'm not saying, you know, that like one thing is worse than the other. Both of them things was bad. Both of them should have been punished. You know what I'm saying? But no, protect this dude, fuck that dude. And that's the shit I don't like. And 
and it, it just it, it 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 just annoys me to no to no end. It irritates me. You know what I mean? And like, I don't like that. And I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And the, and the thing is, is that I know people are like, well, you know, you know, you know, not everybody's irredeemable. You know, not everyone acts irredeemable their whole life and people are allowed to change. And I'm just like, yeah, second chances, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, but still, I'm like, you know, these cats, those cats get second chances all the time when we as a people can barely get a first chance and are constantly judged daily, daily. Like there was an art. I just read an article like um, like in a neighborhood in a neighborhood in Washington, D.C. That was a black neighborhood, which is being gentrified. White folks is calling the cops every day because they see black people walking up and down the street and thinking they're doing drug deals and shit. Even the yeah, even the cops is like, we tired of taking these phone calls. And black folks is just like, we just trying to live. We've been here. Yeah. 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 That's it's, it's, it's many issues here with the gender. Like. Yo, these white folks is crazy. <gasps> these white folks, they, people can think I sound precious as hell, but like to see like people move in and openly disrespect the people who's already been living here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And most of the people moving in are all white. Yeah, yeah. white people with money. Yeah, yeah. It's just, or even they might not even have money. It might be a bunch of white young people all cramming themselves in an apartment, but you know they feel uneasy about. Or a house, and they feel uneasy about like that black person who's been living in for forty years. Like that, that motherfucker been here through the crack era. Yes, you just got here because probably some black person who still own the house is like, I won't get this money out of these white folks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the hustle. Mm. It's just they got to, you know, it has an effect yes, it on does. your old neighbors. Yes, it does. Got an effect. It's just like it's 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 it's, it's weird. It's crazy. It's just the comics, the comics thing is just, it just be taxing. I just be sitting there, I be looking at the geeks, they be getting up in arms or yeah. be fighting over some shit. You know, it's just like, no, yeah, but they fighting over shit they don't own. My problem, it, yo, it's like, I don't understand the bias. I don't understand, like, on just the big two level, like, they didn't took this Marvel DC shit. To the movies like I don't understand how a director that is I guess he's he's man he seems pumped Ayer seems pumped for making Suicide Squad he, he tweeting out pictures and shit yeah he talking about like yo look I got I got the fresh fresh dress of his dead shot and shit yes and he put out that picture of the whole motherfucking crew up yes and I ain't see no love for that picture for like two three days later man I saw- I'm like I saw that joint. And I was just like, "Whoa!" I was like, "That's." I was like, "Yo, that's cool. That's mad cool." And then, but then the solo dead shot picture, like when he's got the outfit and the mask on with the eyepiece. Yeah, I was like, "Why they got the Fresh Prince looking so cold right now?" Yes, I was like, "I'm going to go see this movie." Plus, David Ayer don't really do bad stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like David Ayer is that dude. Like you know, Fresh Prince make it through the whole movie. Yes, you know he make. He's like he got his solo picture. I ain't seen no other solo pictures. Fresh Prince get a solo picture. <laughs> he sure did. He's a goddamn Fresh Prince. Yeah, he got he got solo studio portraits. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And and like and um and they got a bunch of Margot Robbie on set. P- people sneaking pictures on set. But as far as professional portrait shots, only Willie got them. Yeah, 
only Willie got him. And like, so like, I'm, I'm down to see this movie and I, and I hope it's good. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's really good. But the thing is like, I really, I stay out of all that shit now. Cause tiring too, it's taxing, but it's like, it's like people just talk about the shit so much and like talking about shit they don't even know or don't even understand or the shit ain't even out yet and you act like the whole movie already out and you done seen it and you already dissing it I'm like it ain't even out yet my thing is just with the level of just the level of professional quality like they put up a picture they got motherfuckers who are paid to make costumes and makeup at the top of they uh, the top of the game yes like they got my man Adebisi from Oz looking like Eduardo Rizzo's Killer Croc mm-hmm. in real life. Yes. Not that big goddamn Jim Lee lizard thing <laughs> or any of them other crazy Killer Crocs, but yeah. like straight up gully Rizzo Killer Croc. Look like he got a skin condition type of Killer Croc. Mm-hmm. And that makeup looks on point. Yes. They got Captain Boomerang Looking like Captain Boomerang. Oh, he just don't. He just don't got that crazy little hat. Other than that, <laughs> yo, that's Captain Boomerang. I was like, they got this motherfucker. That's that's shit. He about to run up and throw some boomerangs yeah. at a motherfucker. And, like, and some of them got team jackets. Hold up, they got Katana with that dumbass mask on. Yes, I ain't never liked that mask Katana had. They made that joint perfectly. Yes. Now let me compare and contrast. This past Saturday, I woke up. Yawning like Biggie in morning. <laughs> Turn my TV on. Happen to be on stars. Guess what I see? What you see? Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I see that shit. It's like 30, 40 minutes into it. I was like, who is this motherfucker with his hammer? Oh, this is supposed to be Ronan the Accuser? I fucks with Ronan the Accuser. Okay. I love Ronan the Accuser. Okay. That motherfucker I saw on screen wasn't Ronan the Accuser. Mm. But that's all good, though. <laughs> Yo, I remember when I was a kid, I got How to Draw Comics to Marvel Way. There's a whole section on covers. It has Spider-Man, meeting Nova, the human Rocky. Mm. I know what Nova looks like. I look at this movie. Them motherfuckers don't look like Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Them motherfuckers like some motherfuckers are fake-ass Halo motherfuckers. Mm. But that's all good, though, right? Right. I'm looking at everything else. Same level polish. They took liberties as much as they wanted. With how people look, how people act. But that's all good, though. But yet these same folks throw shade towards one team photo of Suicide Squad. That is goddamn 80% comic accurate. Like, they threw that shit. They like they put posters or poster board up. It was like, that motherfucker got to look like dead shot looks like dead shot. And motherfuckers talking about, oh, he needs a cybernetic eye. Like, nah, fuck that shit. I don't like that version of Dead Shot. Whoever decided to do that shit in them cartoon movies is whack. I ain't felt the pressure in a little while. It's gonna take some getting used to. Floating all through the city with the windows down, putting on like I used to. They never told me when you get the crown, it's gonna take some getting used to. New friends all in their old feelings now, they don't love you like they used to, man.
You low? Yeah. Yeah. Man, the see, see, I was man, getting too like, real. It was getting too yeah, real. It was, it, was, it was getting way too real. And, and like, you know, I'm sure they was like, nah, man. The mother publishers was like, nah, man, we got to shut them down. I was like, real. but yeah, I'm like, I don't want that crazy cyber nigga eye cartoon, other DC TV show where he got this big ass, ugly ass eye. Nah, I want that motherfucking cool, cool as fuck looking Floyd Lawton with no fucking crazy cyborg eye, but he put a motherfucking mask on and he shoot motherfuckers cold as ice yes that's what we get in that movie yeah i'm just saying it's like everything like i don't like snyder i don't like the i don't like last movie i liked to hear was dawn of dead remake at 300 was i i haven't watched 300 as a grown-ass person i saw it in my 20s and i was like oh wow it looks just like the comic book i before i was getting real critical on movies Mm -hmm. i was seeing shit like alien versus predator and all that dumb shit on purpose like (laughs) but like i'm sitting here as like I don't know. I'm not going to see Batman versus Superman because I, I ain't fucking with it. Okay. But when I saw that trailer, it looked like it was a well-made teaser. I ain't see no real flaws in it. No, no. It was no. put together well. And you know what? That's not even on the director. Anybody knows anything about the film business? Like them shits is cut by a whole nother company. Like they oh, got yeah. companies oh, oh. that also all they do they make teasers and trailers. That's it. Yeah, they get man. a bunch of footage and they make the best shit possible. Yep. They did their job. I'm just saying is like real talk. The Ant Man poster is fucking garbage. Well, see, but I ain't okay. see a lot of people hating on it. Yeah, like you know, and the thing is, is that like with these Marvel posters, man, they love just them torso shots. This shit is, is whack, and this is not even about me hating Marvel. It's just like nah, man. Pick a better fucking design house to make your posters. Cause yeah. there's other people making posters for movies that ain't got shit to do with superheroes that look cold as fucking ice. Like last year, that Godzilla poster. Oh, so cold. That Godzilla poster though. Man, them Pacific Rim posters though. Shit. Shit. Interstellar poster. Like some of the early ones, the little regular joint, even a regular joint though, it's just saw him walking in the, the space suit, just like, damn, yeah. I gotta go to space. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Big Hero 6 had dope ass posters. Sure did. Man, Big Hero 6 was like one of the best superhero movies of last year. See, I, you know what? I watched that shit. I fucked up. I watched that shit after I watched the new Saint Seiya movie that came out in Japan last year. Yeah. Yeah, Big Hero 6 wasn't that hot to me because I watched that shit after that, man. They got motherfuckers with the Pegasus goddamn <laughs> cloths on and they doing mm-hmm. crazy Saint Seiya shit and they, it was CG movie and they was doing like real fight sequences. Yes. Like not this half ass like, oh, it's got to be family. They got to like tumble and shit. Like nah, like motherfuckers get kicked in the chest. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nah, like it's just like, like that shit was an action movie. That shit was like a PG-13 action movie and they had motherfuckers with crazy ass golden armors and shit. I'm like, Mm. And I, I finished Big Hero 6 I was like I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have watched that shit Right after I watched that <laughs> That Saint Seiya shit That Saint Seiya shit Was too fire Like yeah. Well huh. How about this though Lego movie posters Better looking than Some of the Marvel movie posters Yeah <laughs> Now yeah Here's my thing Alright You can hate DC all you want How the hell you hate On Warner Brothers When half the movies That come out Years from Warner Brothers, right? They ain't even got shit to do with comic books, right? Exactly. Like you hating on you hating that hard, you ain't going to see them new Harry Potter movies. Like you really that you you hate on them, you dissing them that hard, you ain't going to go see the motherfuckers finding the crazy enchanted beast or whatever the hell that shit is called. I won't watch that shit. Yeah. 
If you hate on them so hard, why you why you gonna buy that Lego Marvel Superheroes Avengers game? Because you know who makes that shit? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers Interactive. Mm-hmm. You hate them that much, but you dick riding, you buying all that shit though, because they make it. Marvel yeah. don't make no games because they suck at making games. That's right. All like, the games they got out now suck. Like yo, them Lego games be caking up. To the point where, like, this Lego game for almost the majority of franchises. Let's see, there was Lego Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, the gajillion Batman joints, which was dope, Star Wars, um, the Marvel joints. Now they about to come out with their own version of, like, Infinity with Lego joints. You have no idea. I, almost, I was at my work at my cubicle. If I could have flipped my cubicle into a thousand pieces, I would. that shit is going to have Lego Marty McFly set. Don't get me started. Because I saw that. I saw that, and I was just like, no. I was like, I can't. I'm not buying a gaming system. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not. But the thing is, man, with that, I just might. Because, it, man, and, and folks are already complaining about it. I'm like, why are you complaining about it? You ain't going to buy it. I don't even know who complained about it. All I know is this. Motherfuckers be dick riding that Disney Infinity shit. I know the kids fuck with the Skylander shit. Yes. I know motherfuckers will kill a person for them Nintendo Amiibo shits. Like, that's what it seems like online, the way them shits be selling out. But yeah. now they got, oh, you mean I can just take the Lego man and put him in the video game? Yeah. What? That means I can take Michelangelo, put him on a little joint, mm-hmm. and I'm running around with Michelangelo? You, you ain't got to say nothing but a word, Lego. Hey, take that money. I'm yeah. buying them sets. They have Marty McFly with the hoverboard mm-hmm. in a video game. And it just happens to be Legos. It's over. If I get that and they come out with them Nikes in the same year. (laughs) It's over, man. It is over. See, and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting because I'm waiting to see what other licenses they get because the game is kind of weird right now with with like Lego and Lego competition because, there, you know, there was some competition for a little while. Like Hasbro was like, yo, we're going to do our own Lego joints. And they created that Creo brand that went exclusive with Toys R Us. Yeah. And it's had some decent stuff. It has some, some cool blind bag things. The Joe stuff was dope. I had some of that G.I. Joe shit. It was kind of dope. Yeah. The battle, the battle, um, battleship movie joint was dope. It was better than the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Them battleship, them battleship Creos was cool. Them, some of them Transformers Creos was cool. But the thing is, it didn't like take off like Lego sale wise. And Hasbro was like, yo, we got to kill this joint. But then you also had Mega Blocks, their own brand. Yeah. Mega Blocks, it was like, yo, we got SpongeBob, we got this, we got that, we got Power Rangers. They got Halo and they got they, Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is with the Power Rangers stuff, like they, like when it came to, you know, the 20th anniversary and like, you know, the um, Super Mega Force stuff, and they came out with that Super Mega Force set. They had like the, well, I'm sorry, the Go Kydra team, but then they had this other Super Mega Force set. It was like, yo, here's some other Red Rangers, because we ain't going to make no more. Here's some other Red Rangers, and I was, and it was on sale. Because first I joined, it was like $40. First it was like $40, right? And then like after Christmas, it was 20 You know I bought it. Of course, that's Lego Power Rangers. Yes. Even though they ain't uh, Legos, they Lego. They get just co-opted into the name. Like, I ain't even see that John. I would have bought that John for $40. Yeah, and so, like, I bought, it for, I bought it for $20. I bought one. And so, but here's the thing. Mega Bloks got bought out. Mattel bought Mega Bloks. What? Yeah, Mattel bought Mega Bloks last Didn't year. I know that. That means we can get some Barbie shit, some He-Man joints. If they bring out Masters of the Universe, it's game over, yo. Because, see, once again, I can't afford all this stuff. I can't. And I'm trying not to buy all this stuff, but listen, 
Because, like, I'm not a fan of Maddie Collector because I think they price gouging on people. And that's why, like, I don't fucks with them, like, Masters of the Universe Maddie Collector figures because, like, they're dope. But I'm sorry, I'm not paying $35, $40 for this thing. Yeah, it ain't so, that dope. They only come with extra hands. Right, right. Like you're not on you're like they're not on their SH Figure Arts game. Okay? Nah. SH Figure Arts is worth every penny. Everyone I've ever bought. A majority of them I bought on sale. Some of them I got for like $19, $20. These is like $50, $60 figures. Man, I didn't pay $70 for a goddamn figure out though. Yeah. And so and so I'm like, I can't fuck with Maddie Collector like that. But but though, like if if Mattel who owns now owns Mega Blocks decides, yo, it's Masters of the Universe time. It's over because no. Castle Castle Grayskull gonna get bought, Snake Mountain gonna get bought. The idea of building Castle Grayskull, I had to boss of my kid be like, "Man, I gotta come over. We gotta go. <laughs> like, we just gotta build Castle Grayskull, dog. Like, yeah, we gotta have a party. Like, get some pizza, get that bacon joint from Little Caesars. Like, yeah. like what you mean Lego? Oh, you mean there's a there's a Lego type battle cat? Oh, okay. Yeah, bet." Yeah, that's getting bought. Like, yeah, it gets, see, and that's why I, I, I get hype about this stuff. There's a piece of me is just like, man, you know what, man? One day I would just like to have a family, just so like we could just build Legos you know, and shit. Christmas time would be epic. Like, yes. you know, get up, <laughs> you got presents. <laughs> it would be turned up every Christmas. Every Christmas it would be turned up. Like, yo, yo. You know, That's why I have high hopes for that that um DC that DC um superhero wins line or whatever because they got yeah. they got the plan they got the dope ass plan like they do some monster high shit with the DC superhero characters the superhero win characters yeah got they got dolls the Supergirl should have been a doll all the time like yeah how does come this shit don't they gonna have like do- oh go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I was like, just dolls, and they got the, they're gonna get the little Lego joints. It's gonna be like the friends line. So that means they're gonna have like the official little Legos. What Bumblebee gonna have a Lego? Yeah. Yeah. It, yo, you don't understand, like, for real. You don't understand how hyped I am, you know, for them making that line because, like, at least that's a start. And once again, I saw, you know, a lot of people complain about that line that they're trying to do. For like, for like, you know, you know, for the ladies and for the girls, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, I only saw dudes complaining, and that's like the last people I ever want to hear. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't need to hear their opinion. I, I don't need to hear that. I me. become Dame Dash when I still seen some shit like that. Like, <laughs> the fuck, we talking about dudes for? Like, yeah, fuck out of here. So, but the thing is, is that like this stuff needs to be made because, like, yo, once again, once again, see. This is why sometimes I feel that, like, I'm just not meant for any of this because, like, I see the game for what it is. And I'm just like, yo, don't y'all like money? Don't y'all want to make money? See? And I'm like, like, because, like, I had, like, ideas and shit like this, like, you know, about 10, 15 years ago. And I always feel that, like, yeah, I know, you know, maybe I didn't build the right connections or I didn't talk to the right people or whatever. But it's like, how come shit that, like, me, you, and our other homies came up with in our heads that we talked about, like, 10, 15 years ago is now just happening? I don't, like, I still don't know why Flash ain't got his own pair of Nikes. Yes. They got some shit called Zoom Airs. I still don't know why. Reverse Flash ain't got his own pair of Zoom Airs in the yellow, all yellow with the red swoosh with yeah. the lightning on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Zoom Air, 
Nike Plus on the shit. Like I don't under, like I don't understand. Like I don't no, understand. No, you know, and the thing is, you know, like what I don't get is, is once again because people don't know their history. Eighty nine Batman. His boots wasn't even boots. They was fucking Nikes. There was they were they were specially created for Michael Keaton's Batman. Fucking Nikes. Still don't know why them joints say now. I still don't know why I ain't got Batman ACG Nike boots. Don't man, man don't. For when I gotta patrol the streets, yes, and fight crime. You know what I'm just saying? Like I don't understand, like how, like Avengers could have some whack ass looking Adidas like colorways, not even specially made, or like Marvel come out with some ugly ass Reeboks, and and like. Warner Brothers and DC sitting on a gold mine because it seems like Nike just like making special shoes whenever the fuck they because they know they gonna get guap they know they gonna sell out yeah they can do a special package put it out on Twitter RSVP sneakerheads buy it up they're like oh what do you mean oh I got special Superman joints I got Superman Air Force One they, they, they sitting on they sitting on guap because they ain't cool enough they ain't out there with the people. That's the whole thing. That's the whole disconnect. You know what I mean? Like going back to like when we was talking about on uh, the black box, which is like the last episode I, I've made for like three months, three or four months actually, um, about the whole run the jewels variants. Like, who was that for? Y'all don't fuck with black people. Y'all ain't Marvel, don't, fuck, Marvel don't fuck with black people like that. So I'm like, who are these, who are these run the jewels variants for, y'all? And I'm like, I don't want to hear the excuses. Well, you know, white people listen to hip hop too, and 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 an LP. He's white. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm talking about. How y'all gonna keep taking our culture, just taking it from us and acting like y'all done made the shit and invented the shit? And how That's about, what I'm talking about. It's the fact, like, you gonna do this now all of a sudden? Like, even if you just separate the fact, of course, like, hip-hop is for everybody. Well, you ain't fuck with hip-hop people, period. Right. Right. And see, and that's why, like, I always, it always has me feeling some sort of way, like, when somebody will, like, retweet something from, like, Marvel saying, yo, we got... You know, we got a uh, you know Method Man in the studio today to talk about uh, blah 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 blah. I'm like, wait a minute, why wasn't y'all riding with him 20 years ago? And Wu Tang was like the hottest thing on the face of the fucking planet, and he, you know we all knew he loved Ghost Rider. Black kids, white kids, Latinos, any race knew he liked Ghost Rider. His nickname was Johnny Blaze. Like everybody knew that. Everyone knew that. Like, and I, now y'all finally say, oh, he's just because he's older and you don't feel threatened that it's so, oh, bring him in. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Like, he was straight up and down, turning into a flaming motorcycle rider in the Triumph video in 1997. For millions of people to watch every day on MTV, he was blessing y'all with free promotion when y'all was dead broke. Yeah. Like, Method Man and Ghostface Killer did more 
for go for for Ghost Rider and Iron Man before y'all even gave a fuck about your characters. Yeah, now man. you want to yeah. ride with motherfuckers? Uh, now, yeah, I have a problem. Uh, you know, like I have, I, I have a problem with that. You know, that's why I always have such a problem with that. Because the thing is, is that like, say for instance, if like if Cats came on, came to Wu Tang, is like, you know what, man, Marvel, you know, Marvel as a company has really neglected you twenty something years ago. And we want to do something about that. We want to involve y'all. You know what I mean? Like, yo, y'all want to do a couple comics? Then maybe I'd be like, man, that's really cool. Way to break bread and come to the table like that. Man. I would have been okay with that. Like the they don't do that. They, they don't, they don't Iron do Man ain't never have a ghost face killer variant cover? Don't even get me started. But they had an Avengers variant cover with Eminem and Iron Man sitting on the porch. That shit made me feel so tight. That was the first hit that made me feel kind of tight. Like, oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. I see you. I know y'all gonna buy me eventually. Real talk. I thought it was gonna be DC first, but they get a little crazy. Very. They just go crazy with variant covers all the fucking time. They just do yeah. full lines of the shit. So I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be them. I'm gonna be kind of tight, but they be doing that shit for everybody. They just like Lego variant, this type of variant, reticular cover variant, like them eating ice cream variant. Like they just don't give a fuck with variants to DC. So I thought I was like, oh, they gonna bite me. But nah, it had to be them Marvel motherfuckers. <laughs> oh man. And they're biting so closely. Yeah. So closely. Like, yeah. I don't even think how the duck fits run the jewels, man. No, like how you gonna it don't say even fit. How you gonna say run the jewels when you had so many litigious problems with the, as far as ownership of the character? Like, that shit is wrong on mad levels. Like, yeah. like, hold up. Like Steve Gerber, he died, right? Yes. He died like not eating, right? Yes. I ain't gonna lie. I felt some type of way when I saw Howard the Duck at the end of that goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, he wouldn't fuck with that shit. Yeah. He wouldn't fuck with that shit. And now y'all owned by Disney? Yeah. And Disney sued his ass? He wouldn't fuck with that shit. He ain't fucking with y'all like that. Like, nah. Nah, that shit had me kind of tight. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, nah, he wouldn't fuck with that shit. Like, I just knew yeah. it. It's like in my heart. Like, nah, I don't even know his shit like that. I was like, nah, he wouldn't fuck with that shit. Nah. He wouldn't fuck with this new book either. Like, nah, I was like, like that's his shit. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't think he messed with it either. You know, and the whole thing is, it's like, yeah, if Disney came around, I was like, look, man, we're going to give you some bread. And we gonna we gonna we gonna dead this. We gonna dead this and give you some bread. But I, you know, but I, you know, I don't think that would have ever happened. You know, because some Disney lawyers don't play. They powerful. And, and I don't even know why Howard the Duck is still wearing pants. <laughs> I don't know. He had to wear pants because Disney was like, "Yo, he, yeah, he got you pants. gotta wear pants." We, we sued. We won. Now y'all own them. Why the fuck he wearing pants? Right. It it's weird. It, it, it's all weird. Like I said, like that whole. That's, that's why like, I think it was another reason why the whole Run the Jewels variant covers also had me feeling some sort of way. Not not besides the fact that like I still feel that that the long boxes on twenty twos joint got bit. I still feel that way. And this is just coming from coming from someone who just serves as like you know like I, I I'm just a track writer. I'm not the artist for long boxes on twenty twos. That's between you and, and Sean Cosley. But I still feel some sort of way about it. You know what I mean? And, like, that's why, like... And once again, there's no shade. There's no shade. I want to make this clear. Um, that's why, like, I kind of still felt some sort of way when it's like, yo, you know, we you know, we told fan bros. Yo, we told... we, You know, we told, you know, Reggie Osei uh, from Combat Jack. 
I, I tweet, you know, I tweeted to uh, Elon James, Elon James of Twib Nation. All these cats are Marvel fans, but I wanted to let them know. You wanted to let them know, and like they never, they never talked with us. But I get it, you know, because the thing is, like, yo, you know, Combat Jack, he does his own thing. He's grown. He can do what he wants. Fan Bros can do what they want. Twib Nation can do what they want. I get it. That's fine. But at the same time, you start talking bad about Marvel, Marvel becomes your enemy. So, like, I can, I, in a way, I kind of understand why, like, you know, if the fan bros couldn't talk to you about that, because it's just like, man, we lose Marvel, we might, you know, we might lose this, we might lose that. I kind of get that. And once again, I'm not throwing shade. I like fan bros. I want to make that clear. I like fan bros. I do. So if you listen to any of y'all listen to this podcast right now, I ain't mad at y'all. I love y'all. Okay? Be cool. Once again, it's just like it's it's kind of hard to just talk about anything nowadays because folks think that you're trying to like get at them. And I always want to make it clear: if I fire shots, you will know I will. You will know when I fire shots. <laughs> just with that whole thing, to be quite honest, I didn't expect. Like when I found out because someone told me, I didn't expect anybody to pick up that shit at all. I just knew that me personally, like, yeah, I I can't fuck with them no more, and I just like. Like I don't know, it, it sucked a lot of lot of energy out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really feel like fucking drawing right now. There's a multitude of things, but that's a big chunk of it. So it's just like it's it's whatever. It's you know, it just I got I guess figure out other things to make. Cause like I don't know, like the tumblr's still there. Yeah, I don't know if I still want to fuck would do anymore, oh, or yeah. even if I switch it up on what we do. Right, which we have plans to do, like how we're gonna do it, but. Like, I don't even feel like drawing, so what's the fucking... Like, yeah, it's just going to sit. Like, everything's just sitting. Here's why everybody's getting a lot more podcasts out of me, because this is a lot easier to just talk. Yeah. No, I understand that. Um, I just, Trust me, I understand that wholeheartedly. Um, you know, it just... But still, like, it took a lot out of me. Like, that made me angry. You know, and I didn't, like, and I didn't do half the work y'all did. You know what I mean? But it made me angry, because, like, I, it just... It infuriated me. And then just to see Axel Alonso hop on, like, you know, like, and like a lot of these, like, the websites was like, hey, he's brought hip hop to, to geek community. They're merging them together. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, it's like, yeah, I just, I, I just got so, I, I got so frustrated by it. And it's just like, I just wanted another, like, I wanted an opinion. You know yeah, what I mean? It's just like, there's not merging it. It's a, it's a variant cover. Mm-hmm. For one month, for two comics, and that's it. Yep. Like, how about this? How about you holler at Cameron and see if you want to write Luke Cage? That ain't gonna happen. Alonzo might take a, might borrow a cape from his closet, but that's that's about as far as it's gonna go. Um, I would be cool with that though if if he did that. You know what I'm saying? I like, believe Cam can do it. He wrote movies. He write ghost write for people. I think Cam can do anything puts his mind to. Oh, I, I believe, think that'd be yo, interesting yo, as fuck. Yo, Cameron had Killer Crunch cereal stashed in stores. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love Cameron. Like Cameron is one of the most ignorant, ignorant motherfuckers I've ever listened to in my entire life. And it's one of these things where I have a love hate relationship with Cameron's music. But the thing is, like, I don't hate on Cameron. I don't. Because when I see something like a picture of him at a bodega with a box of Killer Crunch saying, yeah, man, I got these I got these in stores like a box here, a box there all across all across the, uh, all across the county. Like, I'm st- just trying to get some. I like for real, like if somebody can give me some Killer Cam cereal, 
I'll eat some killer cam cereal. Like I like I take a picture of that shit. Like yo, I got that killer crunch though. Like you know, what I'm saying like full dip set. Like yeah. like I'm just he got his own cereal, man. Yeah, yeah. He I made know. his own cereal. He made his own cereal, and I'm like, this dude is a national treasure. He <laughs> made his own Ebola masks. <laughs> see, just and when uh, I see that, like I think about that, it's like you know what. I wouldn't put that past Lucas to do some shit like that because he's heroes for hire. Like, hmm, mm. we gotta protect the people, yo, Danny. Yeah, let's make some, let's make some heroes for hire Ebola masks, man. Protect the people. Yeah, let's get that out there. And Danny would be like, all right, I call the manufacturer up. <laughs> like, like yeah. the office is just like, okay, like, <laughs> like. Yeah, I just it, it 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 just like I said, all that stuff bothers me, man. And and so, you know, and like and 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 the whole thing about it, the whole thing about it is, is that, like I said, it makes me feel some sort of way. Because if I if I stay quiet about it, it doesn't help anything. But if I talk about it, then all it does is if like if other people hear it, they go run to like an editor or they go run to so and so and so and so that's over a comics publisher A, B, or C is like, hey, did you hear what this cat said about you? And then they take the shit all personal instead of just talking to me and say, hey, man, why you say that? They just man, like, you know, fuck that dude forever. You know what man, I mean? Man, I want to know if people are talking about me. I'm surprised that anybody listens to this shit. Like, I'm surprised people's like, yo, I love this shit. Like, oh, like, wow, you listen to it. Like, if they actually got that far up, like, if I was at, like, a con or something and, like, Alonzo came up to me and they have words about the shit I said, I'd be like, oh, word? For real? <laughs> oh, you listening though? You help me get them hits up. High five. First of all, that's what's up. That's good looking. What you listen on SoundCloud? Or you get the download from the feed or whatever. Like, like. Oh, but now you really want to talk to? Her. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. I know you. You really can't be that care. You probably pay way more than I am. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. I ain't that far down though, because I got a regular ass government job, which you know pays more than comics, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. It's the same with me. Like you know, like I got, I have where I live. I have a good job, and so you know, if like and, and what I make, if I if I made what I made, you know, if I'm, you know, and I probably in another state probably wouldn't go as far, but here it stretches very well. I'm like I'm okay. It's like I'm not I'm not making comics, you know. Um, I can make comics slowly. You know, if I made a little bit more money, I could probably make more comics. But the whole thing is, is just like, yo, man, I, I can't financially drain drain myself dry. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I got to eat. I got to pay bills. You know, real shit. So, um, but yeah, man, but like, if I didn't have the job that I have, oh, I, man, come on now. Like, I wouldn't be able to even attempt to make these comics. Yeah, it's like I guess it's like that allows me to like not even care about giving my like when I do make a comic, I probably have to quote unquote self publish it, but that means I'll be self publishing on the web, and that means people will just be able to just get it because it's like if I don't really need to make that much money off of it, like I could I can give it away, and I can actually to me I think when you can give away your art, it gives you a lot more credence to be able to shoot darts because this is like yo I give my shit away for free. You making people pay, so when I feel you do some fucked up shit, you taking people money. People got a right to say some shit. Yeah, like if you ain't people ain't giving me no money, it's like I can really do whatever I want. And I ain't got to really hold accountable to nobody. Like he's like, this is free. 
Mm-hmm. So it's even things like patron or whatever. Like I thought about it, but I'm like, what the fuck would I give people all the time for them giving me money a month? Like, shit, that's a lot of work. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got like, you, you got to be dedicated. Like you know, there's some things I can use. Like I can use a better mic. I can use a mixer, but I'm like, mm, I'll just save up. Like, like even putting a donate button for PayPal, I'd be like, mm, that means they might think they be owe something. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, mm. nah or nah. <laughs> yeah no trust me i i feel the same way like that's why i never did like a a paypal button for like the black box podcast especially to the point where like you know because the show started off first when i first started it's like um black box has had over like 100 plus episodes and first it was weekly then bi-weekly and then as i started like you know getting more into action lab i couldn't do that shit bi-weekly i was like well you just gonna get it when you get it yeah, and and then the whole like the whole focus of the show changed over like you know over the span of X amount of years, you know. But I'm like, hey, if I still put out like six or seven a year, I you know I consider that an accomplishment. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because one is free entertainment, so uh, yeah, you know it's free entertainment. So you know, and like I said, like you know, and then when people st- if people will start giving you money for podcasts and stuff, and then it's like a thing, like you said, like I, I have that question too. People think like I owe them shit, or like they feel that they own a piece of it, and and all this other stuff. Like it, it puts things in a really weird spot. And um, and the thing is, like I'd be appreciative. Don't get me wrong, I would be more than appreciative. But then I kind of feel the pressure of oh shit, I, sh- I should be doing this every week. But like the six or seven episodes or sometimes maybe even 12 a year I do now, like I feel that that's some of the best material as opposed to just like trying to like come up with something every single week or every other week. And like I'm like, mm, you know, maybe this isn't hidden. You know what I mean? Don't ever go with the flow. Be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk to my niggas. I understand if you don't understand, I figure I'm Jigger. That's where we differ. I take what's mine, you accept what they give you, I get you. I don't take no checks, I take my respect. Pharrell even told me go with the safest bet. Jimmy Iovine offered a safety net. Google dangle around a crazy check. I feel like YouTube is the biggest culprit. The niggas pay you a tip for what you're supposed to get. You know niggas die for equal pay, right? You know when I work, I ain't your slave, right? You know I ain't shucking and jiving and high-fiving. You know this ain't back in the days, right? Well, I can't tell how the way they killed Freddie Gray, right? Shot down Mike Brown, how they did Trey, right? Let them continue choking, niggas. We gonna turn style. I ain't your token, nigga. You know I came in this game independent, right? Title, my own label, same difference. Oh, niggas are skeptical when it's their own shit. You bought nine iPhones and Steve Jobs rich. Phil Knight's worth trillions, you still bought those kicks. Spotify's nine billion, they ain't say shit. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. The only one they hating on look the same as you. That's cool, I know they trying to bamboozle you. Spending millions on me, they trying to confuse you. I had to talk to myself, hope you used to. 
It's politics as usual. You know how we yeah, it's get to a point now, I guess, because this show, you know, the early parts of my show was literally just me just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, me just talking about stuff. Yep. But I guess now it's just like the, oh, oh, this person's frustrated. Oh, this person's frustrated. Well, shoot. I'll just talk to them on, on, on Skype and they'll record it. No, no, like, interview style. I want to ask you questions. None of that. It's just like, it's a real, just regular-ass conversation. I won't put it up. It's going to get to a point where I don't know who I'm going to have on the show or what yeah. I'm going to talk about. Like, you know, I think people right now, yeah, a lot of this stuff is dealing with diver- like diversity in comics and race and media and everything like that. But, yo, I would drop an episode about Mad Men because Mad Men is ending because that's my show. Like, Don Draper's my spirit animal. Yeah. They ain't going to have shit to do about diversity. Nope. We'll see what people, we'll see how much is downloaded. Like, I did my joint about Age of Ultron. It ain't get the traction on, like, the David Brothers joint get or no. the Ulysses, the Lizzie joint because he was shooting fire. He was shooting fire. Like, yo, that was, that was, that was a great episode, man. Like, Ulysses and I had a Twitter conversation, like, about probably a few, a few weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, a few weeks ago. And, like, you know, because he was talking about, like, I was talking about my Tumblr post and I just started just talking more stuff about how bad the comics game is and, and like, um, you know, he chimed in, another cat chimed in. Like, we was on Twitter for like about an hour, like until like, the, like one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I ain't expect to be on Twitter that late. I was like, I can get up early and go to work. But the thing is, it was a great conversation. And see, the thing is, like, I just wish that, because a lot of times these conversations we have with other people, we have these conversations with people that already know the problems. And the thing is, is that like we're trying to get this message to those that don't understand why we feel this way. And sometimes I feel that the message is just going to the same the people that already know the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'd be interesting to see this type of thing as a panel at a convention, yeah. even at like a mid level, not nothing against low level, like smaller conventions, but like a mid like a mid tier, like a. Maybe a Baltimore, like a Heroes or a e, you know what I'm saying, Emerald City, that type of level, or even a big one. Like, let's have a real conversation about some of this stuff in front of people. And I don't even want to be like on some big ass panel. Like, my, let's make this shit a big ass circle. Yeah. Yeah. Unless and I need a DJ, though, too. I need a oh, DJ. Oh, but of course. Oh, you got to have DJ. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Like, you just, just make it different. Make it different, and it just it's 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 tough, you know what I mean, and you know, but like like the things that like I say, I don't say this shit just to start shit. I say it because it is a problem, you know. And like I don't want to talk about problems all the time. Sometimes I just want to talk about ha- shit that make me happy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I I got a, I got an Amazon Prime account, and it was like, yeah, man, we got a music app, and you can yeah. just listen to all this music for free. And I was just like, oh, I get to listen to new shit. I, you know, shit I always wanted to buy. I ain't never have no time. And it may, might not be on Spotify. And, you know, I want to talk about shit that makes me happy. Like listening to, like, say, for instance, um, like some old school George Benson albums, you know, yeah. or, some, or some Gary Clark Jr. Or some Foreign Exchange um, or Quadrant. Like, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how, yeah. like, Sin Cain is, like, the male version of Sade. And, you know, like. 
I want to talk about this stuff. Like, I want to talk about how come nobody talks about Talib Kweli's Gravitas album and how the song and how the song Violations featuring Raekwon is one of the hardest songs ever made. Yeah, I guess I got this. I don't think I heard that either. Raekwon has a line that says, like, like, um, what does he say? Like, um, something like an alligator with crazy grip. Alleg- like, he talked about alligator skin and crazy grip. Like, he found a way to make that shit work because it's fucking Raekwon. Because it's the chef. It's a chef. You know, what I'm you know like, you know, like, Talib Kweli had a line. It was like, this is a. Uh, this is the championship flow, the Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. You know, I was just like, damn, I was like, you know, they followed up with like, like the Obi-Wan Kenobi be getting that guapamole. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why are we not talking about this fucking album? Why are we not talking about, like that fucking, that album and that song is tight as fuck. Like, why are we not talking about this stuff? Like, why are we not talking about the fact that like Daylog got over, over half a million dollars for their Kickstarter? Yeah, because folks was like, "We miss you." We did, we did daylight. Yeah, it's kind of it's that's a that's actually amazing. Like that was amazing to see. I also like some of the more recent, even the comic kickstarters, like that romance joint. I had to give some bread to because I was like, "Yo, I fucks romance comics." I've been talking about romance comics for like like what the last like eight years. Yeah, and motherfuckers look at me like I'm crazy. I remember when that when um, DC put that showcase out with a romance comics. Motherfuckers, I like I bought that shit. Motherfuckers look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like. Yeah, man. It's romance comics. The yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. Like, they should like they should have never stopped making romance comics. Like, no. Like, that shit should still exist. I don't understand why it's not. They still make rom-coms mm-hmm. and dramas. And, like, they should be romance comics. Like, well, shit. Well, this is... But this happens when you just got old dudes that just want to do the same shit for, like, the last 20, 30 years running the game. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, hey, these people did it before. We did it like this before, so hey, why, why change? And I'm like, no. I guess they think it's lame. I don't even know why. That's that. It's like they thinking like it's cooties or some shit. Like, like go get laid. Nah, I think some of them do get laid because a lot of them be married and shit. So yes. they got kids and shit. I guess they trying to. I don't. I don't even understand. Like, like what kind of what kind of? I like, see. My, I guess my whole thing is just like, yo, man. Like you can only have so many fucking power fantasies. Male pa- male power fantasies. You can only have so many. You got to mix it up. You know what I mean? Like, like you know it's bad when, like, Darwin Cook has an interview and is like, yo, I'm not fucking with Marvel because, like, I came up... They asked me to come up with an all-ages line. I came up with it. They took it from me and just did what they wanted to fucking do with it, and it was the Marvel Adventures line. I was like, oh, damn, he's just firing shots left and right. He's yo. just doing a drive-by. Pop, pop. I was like, shit. Yo, he gives no fucks. Like, I, I bet him once... He gives no fucks. Like, he be keeping it a hundred. Like, you know what? There might be some people who know him more better than me. And it's like, whatever. The fact he was willingly open is like, yo, they jacked that shit. Fuck them people, dog. Like, I like I'm like, <laughs> yo, dog, we couldn't don't give no damns. He don't give a fuck. No, like, for a while, he was sitting, I mean, when he was shooting shots at DC, he was like, yo, I gave him this dope ass one of them a comic. And they ain't take that shit. Fuck them. I was like, oh, god damn. He don't get no dams. See, oh. see, this is the thing, though. See, he got the power to do that. And, like, and I ain't mad at him for that. You know what I'm saying? I am not mad at him at all for that. Because sometimes that stuff needs to be said. But the thing is, is that no matter what happens, 
they'll still call him. They yeah. will call. Not saying that he'll return the call, but they'll call him. They'll dick ride him. Yeah. You know, but with us, with us, we got one chance. Sometimes we have zero chances. And if we say anything, if we say anything they don't like or disagree with, it's like, no, nah, motherfucker, we will never fuck with you ever without even getting to know you as a person. Yeah, that seems weird to see some people that even got like some names in other industries they don't really put on like that. I also find it funny that like they've never actually like reached out to any like it's not like mangaka in Japan really need it because right. some of the, like the huge ones getting they making millions of dollars anyway. Like oh, yeah. the little shit you sell over here is <laughs> like, <laughs> but like. Yo, you think Akira Toriyama don't like some of our shit? You think he wouldn't want to draw a Superman cover? Yeah, man. You think you couldn't sell extra 100,000 copies of a Superman comic if you had like a Superman Goku variant drawn by Akira Toriyama? You think he wouldn't be down for that? He'd be down for it. You you think the published houses over there wouldn't want to do a little little collabo? Like, like, come on. Like, come on. Come on. They let you get back Japanese Spider-Man, yeah. son. Like, why ain't you, like, woo. Like, why can't I get a Musashi Kishimoto X-Men cover or something? Yeah. Or T-Titus cover. Oh, Got Robin be- looking like looking like Sasuke and shit. Got Robin looking like Sasuke and shit. <laughs> Man. Just a blessing. Just like, blah. Ain't got to be no crazy shit. Ain't got to be no whole comic. No. Bless a variant. Blah. Like, ugh. Yeah, man. They just won't do it. You know, you know, I'm like, I, I, so that's why I can't wait for, for those that get to go to, to the New York Comic Con because, you know, Naruto going to hold it down this year. Oh, it's going to be number four hair protectors. Seize and seize that shit. You know, and the thing is, and the thing is, that makes me happy because in the reality of it all, it really puts it really puts like, you know, the major comic book publishers in their place because look. Once again, I live in Lexington. Lexington got a manga community that I didn't even know really existed. You know, like it's like it's deep. It's pockets in Lexington, just pockets. I'm I'm coming home from work. I'm driving down the street, and there is like a ten year old white kid with like a raggedy UK jersey on, but he got that Naruto headband on. So there were headbands everywhere, man. All you see them shits on the street and on like non con days. I'd be like. Like that, is that motherfucker wearing some Naruto shit for no reason? I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's how real it is. That ninja shit, like, okay, yes. like it's not a game. Like, maybe maybe slacking sometimes. It's just like, yeah, man. Like, like there's more. There's more out there in the world. Like, step outside. Like, like I said, man, ton of life changes. One of those life changes is I love taking my ass outside. Outside is wonderful. Oh man! Do you like you know? Like if I'm outside taking a walk, if I go to like you know the bar or like you know, or go to like an art gallery or go to like a live art event or if I, it don't matter what you know what I mean like go to dinner with friends like yo I'm going outside I'm talking to people I'm meeting new people having all these new experiences talking about shit I ain't never like I ain't know about this I'm like then we saw oh, and then I, I tell them something that they don't know about I'm like yeah just. It's experiences, and it ain't like you know I'm I'm on some I'm better than you shit. It's like I'm living. Like, p these people need to go outside. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I don't know. I think it would, it would change up the way some of the characters act, some of the characters look, or how they would tell these stories. I think I would find it to be interesting if stories weren't. I know the trade, the book market is made a certain way. And I know that Marvel is competing with that to a degree. That's why there's so many goddamn bi-weekly comic books. So if you can get three to four goddamn trades out in a year, so even though every story is six issues, you got like mad more trades out. It's almost like you trying to get as you almost trying to get as fast as manga comes out. But you like you kind of have something like you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is that like a lot of these comics, a lot of these stories could be told in two issues. It's I'm just I even get to the fact that this is like, but you charging people four dollars an issue for this shit, and that trade ain't gonna be you. They gonna get it for way cheaper. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you get that Amazon discount. There's so many ways to get trades. Like some yeah. people may buy their trades from the comic book store. Yes. Yeah, but yo, a lot of people buy that shit online. That shit is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Or you go to a store, you might get a coupon or something. You can you can knock that price down. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you want to tell these stories, but it's like, yo, the reason why that model works at Asia is because yo, they put all these shits in giant magazines. It's super fucking cheap, so then they can bless you with that collection like every two to three months. Like, and that collection. Yeah, I think from what I hear, I was reading this comic and, and jumped this week. Like, this dude, I forgot the, the creator's name, but it's basically about a creator who never got put on. Yeah. He tried really hard, and he just started making, like, he just changed careers and started making, like, um like like rice balls. But mm-hmm. then his, his editor came at him like, yo, I want you to do a comic about trying to break into to being a manga kind to show the jump. And, like, the whole comic is about, like, what you got to do to like break into the game and about the game. Mm. So they had like a bunch of chapters in there where they had to visit America to see how American jump is made. And they were just talking about like the price. And it was like, well, yeah, the, the taco bond over here costs like $10. It was like, Whoa, that's more expensive than ours. So I was hitting it like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. You mean that even the collectors is cheaper too? <laughs> so it was like, all right, like, I thought ten dollars was cheap. You getting like two hundred some odd pages for ten dollars? It's like, yo, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. But what are they? So what are they paying? They paying five dollars? They paying seven? Mm. Like, you know, when you convert the yen to the dollar, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, for real? It's like that? Like, yo, like, yo, yeah, man. Somebody need to change the game of the model up or something. <laughs> like, yes. like I see why they making money hand over fist. Yeah, man. I see why they dividing, and even though they losing money, their laws are still like them losing a hundred thousand readers is different because they still got millions on millions of motherfuckers, right. and they got an issue with no children. They got the issue with the the the, the birth rate declining, but America don't got that problem. Oh no, motherfuckers be fucking so on the constant. Like I don't even understand. Like y'all got to do. Like I don't understand. Like I know the the, the sales is going up, but like. Y'all gonna press me when y'all stop when when I see more platinum plaques besides Star Wars. Yeah, see, that's another thing too. That's another thing too. See, like, why 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 we get happy? Why does the comic book business get happy if a book sells like one hundred twenty five thousand copies? Like back in the eighties and early early nineties, you sold one hundred twenty five thousand copies, your book might get canceled. 
You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers was going gold yeah. every month. They, they, yeah, see, and this is why, once again, like, there's no hip-hop mentality in comics, in my personal opinion. There's no hip-hop mentality because, like, I want to go platinum. I want to go gold. I want to go double platinum, triple platinum. Like, I want to see... I want to see, like, you know, personality in the comic book business. Like, I want to see a Puffy. I want to see a Drake. I want to see a Drake. I want to see a Kendrick. I want to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see, like, you know, an MC Light. I want to see a Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about personality-wise. I want to see that in comics. And we don't have that in comics. And the thing well, is... Shit, I want to see a Katy Perry. Yeah. He's, I want to see... There you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Like, you... Like, just these, these style of voices. You know what I'm saying? And... And the whole thing about it, and the whole thing about it is, is that like those types of cats, but they ain't in like big two. You know what I'm saying? Like they know we're close. They might let one in for a second, but man, that editor is gonna be on that cat so hard. You might as well just call him concrete. It's gonna be weighing on him, and then that voice gets lost. And so, like it just like I said, it makes me it makes me sad. Like there's just no there's no there's no real true voices out there. And I'm not talking about like you know like like you know I'm not I'm not, not once again I'm not firing shots, but I'm saying in a sense of like yeah I know Gail Simone has a voice and she does express her opinions on things. But I'm talking about once again like a personality. Like 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 I said before, like the game needs those types of people in it. Like I just said a couple moments ago, the game needs it. It doesn't have it. It's outside of it. And I think that's why a lot of the stuff that's outside of it is so much better than the stuff that's over here. Yeah. I'm glad there's a, there needs to be more women. Yeah. With, like that, that has entities like there's, you know, Kelly Sue DeConnick and she got, you know what I'm saying? The Carol Core, maybe going hard to paint, bitch planet, all that type of stuff. You got, um, I can't think of her name right now. Who writes Miss Marvel? She's doing well with that. She got a nice fan base growing. Are you talking about G Willow Wilson? Yeah, G Willow Wilson. Yeah, she you wrote. She also wrote Air. Team. Air was a fan. Yeah, she wrote a, a couple different books. She's nice. Um, and yeah, you got Gail Simone. You got a, a few others and people building up. I also would love to see some more women of color. Like I want to see some more Latinas in the game. Mm-hmm. I want to see some more. You know, my sisters out there getting a, a shot to write to write books because I know there's a few drawing. Yeah. But I want to see some writers. Yeah. I would love to see some editors. Yes. Like. Yes. Yeah, man. I, I would like, too. I, I would too. And then, like I said, that's problematic for that's that's problematic for me. And that's why, once again, like when Ronald Wimbley did that editorial cartoon, instead of instead of Axel Alonso being like, "How dare you?" Like, yeah, man, we really need to talk about this shit, or at least try to look at it. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't see no numbers. I don't see no numbers. You know what I mean? Like, how, like, you know, like, just imagine, and just imagine, like, in many podcasts that talked about this already, Marvel had a chance to really break some ground, and it's sad that I'm called call this breaking ground, because, once again, the comics game is so fucking behind. Um, they're doing all these Star Wars books. They're about to do Lando. Pretty much all by creative team. That shit had me feeling some type of way. Man, man... I have my own feelings about Star Wars. The fact that every trilogy only got one black person. But, like, the Billy D. Williams comic book can't have no black person on it. Yeah. In the major roles, like, I don't know who's coloring it. I don't know who's lettering it. I don't know who's inking it. Because, you know, they don't even talk about them people in the press release. Yo, like... You got to get the book, open it up, turn to the title page. That might be four or five pages in for you to find out who else worked on the book. Yo, man, inkers, 
colorists, letterers. Boy, like major publishers have just like diminished their status so bad. Like every every function of, of every function to make a comic book is all important. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just the writer. It ain't just the penciler. It ain't just the anchor. Well, shit, nowadays they want you to both do pencils and ink so they can save money. Um, you know, it's just the colorist. It ain't just the... It's like, it's a combination. You know what I mean? And But the game is like, no, nah, you feature one or two people, that's it. Yeah, it's just like... It's just, like, you gonna put out a Lando book? Like, you got, like... I'd rather see Billy D. Williams write that shit himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's like I said it just it just made me sad, man. It just it just made me it just made me really, really sad. And once again, somebody's gonna take what I say and, and be like, Man, you hate Charles Soul. I'm like, no, I don't hate Charles Soul. I actually like some of them She Hulk books he wrote. Yeah, he got the the crazy come up. I ain't know who the fuck he was two, three years ago. And he didn't wrote like half a goddamn Marvel Universe, it seems yeah. like. Yeah, like like I said, I'm not mad at him. So that's the other thing too. These motherfuckers take this shit way too personal. I'm not talking about like the comic creator per se. I'm talking about people like, you know, once again, the fans. They take this shit way too personal. If I say that, I'm you know, they're like, well, you know, that and I'm like, no, y'all don't cause y'all don't get it. You know what I mean? Y'all don't understand it. And I and I know how it is with most of these cats, because like, look, man, I don't give a fuck about any of these problems you're talking about as long as I get my stuff. Very much. You know. Like clockwork. You know. As long as I get my stuff, I don't care. And I, that's what I find to be like that's why that's when I get sad. Yeah, because it's like, yo, it just it could just be it's interesting to be in this place to say like you dreamed of doing something and to see it like yeah, we get that it's hard, but it feels like they actively close doors in your faces for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's just like it gets to that point where you're like, eh, whatever. Like, I just won't deal with you. I'll go do something else. Yep. And the thing is, like, in a way, that's what they want. You know, in a way, in in a way, that's what they want. But at the same time, it's like, shit, man. It's like, if I quit, like, that might affect the future. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yo, man, I gotta make sure these doors are open for like the youth coming through. You know. But it's like at the same time, I'm like, shit. We still fighting just to open a fucking door? Yeah, like, do I want them to come into this shit? Yeah, do exactly. do I want them to make some whole next other shit? Yeah, oh yeah. It's like, yeah, do I want them to actually go through this? You know what I mean? It's like, if I open the door if I open the door for them, what's to say that these motherfuckers over here ain't gonna fuck the shit up even worse? And I'm not talking about ones, you know, the young brothers and sisters I'm trying to get in. I'm talking about the cats that are, like, are established in power, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Webcomics grew out of just, like, Something else. Yes. The syndication system, in a lot of ways, became too hard. So, and it was the internet. The internet don't cost money. Yeah, man. And and because of that, a lot of these webcomic cats that built that fan base, anytime they do a Kickstarter, they can do a Kickstarter for whatever the fuck it is they want. They get paid. They get money or they get opportunities to do other things. Mm-hmm. Like, another thing that I really don't know enough about is the, the, the smart way in which the book market came in and just... Kind of on the low, secretly be making hits after hits and hits of these in these young adult graphic novels. Yeah, and Marvel. That no one talks about. No one talks about it. Marvel and DC can't do it. And they be guapping. Yeah, they be guapping. Guapping up. Yep. 
Yep. Be hearing about it second, third hand. Be like, you hear about this book? Like, no. Well, this joint was blah, blah, blah on the New York Times bestsellers for this five months. Like, how the fuck? No, nobody talks. Like, I don't see that shit on Bleeding Cool. They don't, because they don't talk about don't this shit. It. I'm like, like, you know, I've talked about this on a number of podcasts, like the last, in the last month. Randy Telgemeier still caking up with Smile, Sisters, and Drama. Caking up. Kaz Kabushi, Amulet. How many volumes of that? Caking up. Constantly. They are always in the, in, in the bestseller list. Yo, Jeff Smith's Bone is still selling for libraries because every single year, them kids go get it. They read it ear to ear till it gets ragged. Libraries like, damn it, we got to go buy more. Like, yeah, like it's a great market. It's a great market. And, and Marvel and DC just don't give two shits about it. Like you can make, you can legitimately make content for the book market, library market, and make so much more money. And, and, and you know, and, and once again, that's not neglecting the direct market because you can get the direct market things the libraries can't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's once again, ancillary markets. Maximize your capital as much as possible and take care of your people. That's another thing, too. Once again, 2015. I know a lot of businesses nowadays are really throwing shade towards their employees, trying to give them less and make them work more for less and take away benefits and all this other stuff. But damn it, comics barely got to the point of giving benefits. And the only way you can get benefits is if you sign an exclusive contract. And yeah, I don't even hear people sign exclusives no more. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That shit ended. It's like, we ain't paying for insurance no more. Fuck all that shit. You know, and I, it's just sad. It, it's, 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 it's just a mess. And I understand for smaller publishers can't do that because a lot of smaller publishers ain't got no damn money. I get yeah. that. But if you a mega corporation, shit. Come on, man. Like, that ain't going to hurt your wallet. They ain't going to hurt your wallet. Like, to be quite honest, like, if I was randomly taking over a, a, a section of a company, like, hey, you can do all this all you want. Like, you're a new executive of this branch. You're just like, oh, word? Oh, yeah, I'm not working with freelancers no more. Everybody's employees. Mm-hmm. Books be coming out mad regular. Yeah. Like, I need, I need eight months before the first shit come out. But when it come out, it's just going to be coming out like clockwork every week. Yeah, man. Yeah. So in the, there's just there's the, the lack of synchronicity in this business is just ridiculous. Hey, you know, you know, I just man, I, I just really just feel like the game doesn't want to be Jordan. The game doesn't want to be LeBron. The game doesn't want to be Larry Bird. Like the game is OK settling for being John Paxson. Not even that, man. It's street ball. Yeah. It's not even that far up. It's street ball. Man, I can't even give them street ball, dog. I can't even give them that. They're they like community center they, ball. They playing community center ball, dog. You know, you know what? Yeah, they playing community center ball. Like that's that's what they're proud of, playing community center ball. And and black people, you know, black people get treated like Craig Hodges. Like like, you know, great utility cats. They just treat us like utility cats. Bring us in. We we put in the work real quick, kick us out act like we don't exist every now and then they might bring us back for a minute but but when we go on our own and try to do our own thing they get mad and the only reason why i say that is because like the craig hodges story is somehow just embedded in my brain i've been thinking about it all day and it somehow just became an analogy to like black people in comics craig hodges was that dude you needed a three point three point shooter it was like yo i got i got i got paxton over here but i also got hodges and hodges like yo i just shoot threes that's my specialty 
And, and you know, and he won like three straight uh, three-point uh, contests during All-Star Weekend in uh, 90, 91, and 92. And he got released after uh, from the Bulls in 92. And nobody signed him. You know, they don't ever say why, but nobody ever signed him. And the three-point cast All-Star Weekend. It's All-Star Weekend, and um, and they're like, man, how are you not going to have the winner from last year not back, you know? And, like, motherfuckers had a petition and fight to get Craig Hodges back for the three-point contest in 93 because he won it for, like, the last three years. Like, how are you going to not have a three-point contest without the winner that's won the motherfucker for the last three years? So he had to come back without a squad, and he had to wear a generic NBA jersey to come out and be in the three point contest. And he didn't win. He was a semifinalist, but, but that's how, like, I just, I just, sometimes I just feel like that's how blacks and comics get treated. It's like, yeah, we use you for a minute. Be damned if we let you back in. And we're going to, then he got, you got to fight to get back in. And they just treat you like a generic piece of garbage and then just toss you to the curb. Yeah. But then they put other people on who we ain't put the work in. Yeah, man. Problem with that? I really got a problem with that. Yeah, man. You know, and the thing is, is once again, and you start talking about that, and he's like, "No, you just like, no, man. I'm just looking at the business for what it is, because once again, it's a business that has no rules. It's a business. Yeah. That, it's a business that has no rules and benefits others, and then just neglects others. So don't 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 come to me with that. You need to work hard enough. Shit, motherfucker. I I've worked circles around most of these motherfuckers. So like I said, I'm do my own thing, and just see where that takes me. And, um, and, you know, and like I said, and, and if you like, if you like some all ages comics, if you like all ages comics about all ages, I just mean stuff that like both kids and adults can read, check out the cash and carry Kickstarter. It's got a four minute video. Um, it's produced by my homie, Brandon Turner from unsung, he, uh, unsung hero, uh, video. He did a great job or unsung hero media. He did a wonderful job. Um, got a lot of tears. I got a lot of tears that have already been bought up, but I'm adding new tears next week. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out here because um, I know cats that listen to this show will dig this. Cash and Carry has like a bunch of variant covers. Um, it has like, you know, like it's got a brand new cover. It's going to have a lot of other content that's not, not going to be available anywhere else. It's just exclusive to those that, that purchase, you know, they get the, that, you know, pledge in the Kickstarter. It's got a bunch of variant covers too by talented cats. Like I search for people. Um, a sister by the name of Shauna Grant. I'm a brother by the name of Jay Reed. My homie Justin Castaneda, they all did variant covers, and Penny and Penny did her own, did a brand new cover too. But I'm doing one more variant cover, and it's going to be a special edition variant cover. It's going to have all these other bells and whistles and goodies with it. I got Mr. Trill League, Anthony Piper, to do a variant cover for Cash and Carry. I wanted to work with this. I've been wanting to work with this brother a long time. Trail League is probably going to be one of the greatest comics I have yet to read, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward for Trail League. Yeah, and I, I had to put that money in for that. Yeah, I put that bread in. Yeah, I put the I, I gave up that bread. It was worth it, and I can't wait for. It. And um, and he's doing a variant cover, and it's it's, it's going to be it's, and it's going to be Trail. It's going to be a Trail variant cover, and I can't wait for people to see that and get it. And here's my whole thing, man. For all you editors out there that be working for these bigger pu- comic book publishers that struggle to just try to like pick up minorities and people of color, I'm gonna tell you something. I don't have the power y'all have. I don't have the clout y'all have. 
but how come I can do a Kickstarter and make a comic book that was created by me, who is black, written by an Italian woman, art and featuring artwork by white women, black dudes, and black women and other people of color. How come it's so hard for you, but it wasn't that hard for me? That's what I want to know. Because I tried. And guess what? We did it. And you can't do it? Really? You can't do it? So right now I'm firing shots. You can't try? You can't make the attempt to step outside your border? You can't make the attempt to diversify? We are black people are 15% if that of the fucking population of the United States of America. We ain't even asking for like we ain't even asking to be 5 or 10% of the fucking comic book business. We're not even asking for that. Y'all can barely give us 1%. This ain't anger. This is just truth. So once again, I was able to bring together a bunch of people of all ethnicities and genders. And we made a bomb-ass comic. And it worked for me. So why the fuck is it so hard for you to do it? Hey, and right there, we're going to end that joint. (laughs) Man, I mean, I had so much fun tonight, man. You don't understand. I, you know, I feel, I feel, I feel real good about this show, man. I really do. And I'm glad you're doing this right now, man. Cause like, I'm glad this stuff is being documented. And so, you know, just thank you. Thank you, Julian. I appreciate this, man. Sure. No problem. I guess I just got to put some stuff out there for the people to feed the people. Yeah, man. I got to just stay interested in something. I got to make something. <laughs> Even if I'm not drawing, I got to make something. Honestly, oh man, you, you do look, man. You gotta do what you need to do in order in order to move yourself forward. And when you're ready to do the art again, just do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I, I, you know, I can't give you know, like none of us can give a, can give you like guidelines and rules as to how to get back in it. When you feel it, go do it. That's all I can. That's all I can say. Shit, you see how many months I needed to get away from this shit before I decided to hop back in. Yeah, yo, man. When, when it's showtime, you'll know and you'll do it. And we're going to be there to support you on it. True. True. But all right, man, I'm going to let you go. All right, brother. And I'm going to at you online. All right, man. Hey, you take it easy. All right, bro. All right, man. Peace. Peace. The haters, the bloggers, the papers, the labels, they label me But they can't relate to I struggle, my nigga, we came up from slavery Uh, Apologies go out to all of my fans cause they waited so patiently Uh, 
This one is for all of the lost and forgotten black angels that pray for me. A million, million niggas love me cause I'm ill. The greatest story ever told, niggas in the field. From Solomon to Sambo to Django, it's fact. I'm the fire kind of rap and I get it from the wheel. The son of WD who hung around in the deep, who ran around in the three. The trap guards raised me, face all on the sphinx. Story all on the wall of the pyramids. Niggas know the black guards saved me. You can blow the nose off, that won't change it. Obamacare won't heal all that anguish. We came a long way from the bottom of the boat. All praise to the Mac D, we found our language. Gold necklace, middle finger erected. God probably your bad, styling on the record. Lost sons of Muhammad, we wildin' on the record. The shad do a lad and the is the message. All these niggas, I got to fight one. All these devils, I got to strike some. All these rebels just waiting on the wall. Cry, mama says, son, you got to strike drum. Rock nation, celebration, motivation, elevation. Nigga, we made it from slaves on the slave ship, live from the cotton field, straight to the spaceship. Kinda makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like motherfuckers should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. Hop of the slave ship, popped up my chain and took it to Jacob. I got it, go play it. More than that bitch, like, nigga, we made it. I own my own masters. No, I ain't missing no royalty statements. I can't be rated. Damn, ho, stun on them haters. Sorry, Mr. Drizzy, put so much y'all talk. Silly me rapping about shit that I really bought. Why these rappers rap about guns, they ain't shot. And a bunch of other silly shit that they ain't got. I'm on my loop, Peter. Young go. Stunting on stage after 12 years of slave. This ace spade, look like an Oscar. Black tux, look like a monster. Don't make me lie, yeah. Nigga, watch your tone. I come to court with black boxes on. Y'all hella jealous of my melatonin. I can black out at any given moment. I'm God. Jesus the seven letter made. So with my arms to be shackled, I still get paid. Hey. All praise is due. I'm ready to chase a Yaku back in the cage. These are the last days. What do I sing phase? Showed up to the last supper in some brand new J's. I'm the true living. Book a hoe. New religion. Ain't fun. The other world. Alien superstition. You blind, baby. Blind to the fact of who you are, maybe. My bloodline's crazy. Kings and queens and Michael Jordan rings. I go stupid, though. Susio. The flow's filthy. Y'all can't kill me. I've been inoculated from the snakes in the face. And your corny handshakes. Cocksucker, we made it. Ah.